We have a co-host, Miss Kondra Lewis. Rock, 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 rock. Hey, Kondra. Yes, yes. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully everybody will be able to hear us. Um, we have a different setup tonight, so it, it sounds weird, but hey, we're going to keep it going. You guys out there, let us know if you're hearing us. All right. So what's popping i'm not gonna be here long so um you know i gotta you know i gotta put my little two cents in before i go okay so let's do our intro everybody and thank you for introducing me and miss kendra all right so let's do our intro for everybody here we just want to welcome you all here we go you're rocking with the Let's Connect radio show. We talk about everything you want to know. Does your credit need repair? How do you build generational wealth? What are the steps to buying a home? How do you protect your mental health? Come get the info from our expert guests on the show where you find more compassion, more empathy, and less judgment. Let's connect. You're rocking with the Let's Connect. Next week, we need to have some twerk music. So let's do the Joanna, girl. Come on, pump that thing. We need to do the twerk. We need some twerk music where we have that. All right? Twerk music. This is... <laughs> <laughs> give it. Well, you can be twerking all by yourself, girl. Oh, listen. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> But this is for all my independent women out there. All right. I just wanted to start off the show with this. I felt kind of independent this morning when I woke up. I was in this mood. And I'm saying, like, yes, I am woman. Hear me roar. That's so right. my energy right here. So this up. All my independent girls. That's right, my dear. All of us independent women, and Kendra can agree to that. We all agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My girl Drew, and Ronzi, and Destiny, Charlie's Angels, come on. Question, tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. Only ring your sally when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Question, tell me how you feel about this. Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed. Pay my own funnel and I pay my own bills. Always 50-50 in relationships. The shoes on my feet, I buy. The clothes I'm wearing, I buy. The rock I'm rocking, I buy. Cause I depend on me. Down like that. Girl, I didn't know you could get down like that. Lucy Lou, with my girl Drew. Can't 
marrying your celly when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Question, tell me how you feel about this. Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed. Pay my own funnel and I pay my own bills. Always 50-50 in relationships. The shoes on my feet, I buy. To get what I get Ladies, it ain't easy being independent Question, how'd you like this knowledge that I brought? Bragging on that cash that he gave you as the front If you're gonna brag, make sure it's your money you front Depend on no one else to give you what you want Just like your yellow shirt today, you are really feeling bright and energetic, aren't you? I can't hear you, my dear. Where'd you go? I didn't have Where'd a drink. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You don't need a drink. This is why just, we don't give you any drinks. No drink for up, you. I just woke up feeling good today. That's I right. What it is, so, hey, I'm just passing that energy. Oh. <laughs> Right. Kendra said, get that. I said, Kendra is like, I love you, girl. Yep, yep. <laughs> She's like, forget that. I got my drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need I to do the show more after where me and Kendra and you. So me and Kendra could be sipping on some sip, sip. <laughs> so wait a minute. What about me? I sip for you, girl. Oh, man. One, one sip for you. That's just one so sip wrong. for me. That is just so wrong. <laughs> but before I leave, I want to thank Kendra for filling in for me. I I hope you enjoyed today. Don't take my job, you know. You hear me? No, no, Kendra no, ain't going to take your job away from you. When you come back, you'll have nowhere to go. You but, I, I was I was right here. Did not leave the show in this spot. Did I park it right here? Oh no. We took off, girl, and left Kendra you. Carter done took over. That's right. Me and Kendra will be like, bye. Ain't nobody got time for this. Ain't nobody got time for this. For my listeners out there, I'm just going to, you know, take care of some thing, things today, but I'll be back next week. 
All right. So, Kondra and Tanya, enjoy yourselves. I'll be listening, though. All right. Yes, ma'am. I'll hold it down for you. (laughs) That's right, girl. So before you go, though, Reese, you know Uh, how you always have a whole lot of wild stuff on your mind? You know what? This week, I wasn't really focused on people's business. Can you believe? You weren't focused on people's business? What? I was... I know, because I'm all nosy and everything, but Mm-mm-mm. girl, I was too busy to be in people's business this week. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I had a life this weekend, okay? What? You didn't focus on people's business. Girl, oh, my goodness. You know what? Maybe is maybe is a good time for me to let our guests in, because for once, you're not talking about people's business. I am not talking about people. The yeah. only thing that caught my eye this weekend was the the Beyonce Jay Z picture that they took with the Tiffany. You know, she did a they did a she's thirty nine. No, she's forty, and they did a picture, um, like a remake yes. of a Tiffany, the um, Tiffany jewel, the the, the blood Tiffany diamond, jewel, the blood Tiffany. diamond, this massive blood diamond that Ooh. she had on, and I think. Only a few other people have ever worn it. I don't. I don't want to say the number because I don't want to get it wrong. To say either two or three. But, but I think like Liz Claiborne or someone else is no, no, only no. A she few. was paying homage to Catherine Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes, right? yes. Because but I'm saying, how many people were allowed to ever oh, oh. Have worn that blood diamond? Okay, before? Maybe that I don't know. People. So, but that girl looked good. In let me tell you, that girl is sexy. And I don't mean it no, you know, creepy way. Beyonce look good. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell you. I don't you. know the 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 story behind everything, but I do know there's a lot of it controversy has, yeah, with it. A lot of controversy. It has something to do with the art that was displayed in the in the um. In no, the it was that the diamond was mined by like slaves from right. back in the day, and with the art. that's yeah, the was- controversy to say, well, why is she even wearing this? Did she not? Was she not told the history of this blood diamond? So there's a lot of discussion going on plus, about that. You know, plus the artwork. There's some artwork that has to do with it too. So I really didn't read up on it in depth. So next week when I come, I'm going to come back and with some, because it's interesting to me, like, okay, the girl and her her husband, and they said the reason why they wanted them to do the commercial is because they have 13 years of love and they're showing that's what love, you know, hashtag relationship goals. Cause you know, they've been through it. I love them together. They're the power couple. They're just doing the damn thing. And they don't care what nobody says. You know, so well, if they're married and they're a couple, that's right. They they do what suits their marriage. Yeah. You know, that's so, a strong marriage right there. Talking about that, Chris Kardashian. Oh, so Obama. she does have some business. No, I just saw it today. People's business. I she wants to get into. She she she's getting married to her man that's twenty five years younger than her. They've been together for seven years, and Ooh, they're finally going to get married. Your yes. your cougar feathers are popping up right now. Girl, like <laughs> 25 years. Yo, that's what's up. That, she she need my name certified cougar. Yes. I need to pass that on to her. 
She, yes. you and her in the Cougar Club, the yeah. certified Cougar Club. She, she the president now. <laughs> she took the title she from you. The title. I'm now a member of the club. I ain't a president anymore. <laughs> what? I gotta step my game up. You gotta yeah. step your game up. Hey, oh, I thought goodness. 13 years was because my husband is 13 years younger than me, and I thought I was, you know, my homegirl was like, uh-uh, girl, step to the side. I'm oh, a real cougar out here. Oh my so, goodness. But amazing. Yep, yep. So that's my wow. That's my wow. Wow. All so, right. Well, that's a that's a funny one. I always like your wows that you come up with <laughs> so wait a minute you're not in somebody's business this week <gasps> I, I did have a life i had stuff to do okay listen here don't you had a life this week that's right you had a life this week what about you kendra did you have anything that caught your eye this week no <laughs> she's like no nope. 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 i don't get in people's business She's like, oh, I hear nothing. I see nothing. <laughs> I, hear I, I saw, uh, I saw stuff. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was going on with the Donda concert or the album. I didn't know what was going on. I saw it on the news. But I couldn't hear it. I was working, so I said, "Well, I'll catch up later and see, you know, what's going on with with Yay." Oh, that's another story yeah. with Yay. So. Yeah. Did you hear that one, Reese? Come on, tell yeah. us about it, because I know you're in everybody's business. I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard that she went to his Dondra concert or the releasing of his album, and that they were like, oh, you know, chummy chummy in and all of that. So they're thinking, oh, that they may have, uh, um, they may reconnect, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm team, I'm team Kim and Kanye because they just fit for each other. Listen, they both get them some. Kim know how to tolerate Kanye. We don't, nobody don't want to handle Kanye, so she better keep him because he cannot manage Kanye. She's the only one that can do that. So she does, she does a very good job. So she needs to just keep him. Ain't nobody else can manage him. I hear he, you, girl. It's true. He, he a handful. He a Gemini, okay? Oh. He a handful. And then now, the other thing is, I think what you were talking about, Kendra, is he's changing his name. Yes. So yes. he applied for a name change. Go on, Reese. Tell us about no, it. Girl. I don't know all about You don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, so I have the inquiry news. Inquiry advice. Want to know what about the star? That's right. <laughs> You're the cleaner. I'm the the cleaner, cleaner. The, star, the entertainment section. <laughs> I barely heard that he wanted to change his name to Ye or something. Yes. Like Ye yeah. Or Ye. Yay. So I, I think it's the end of his name. So just he just keeps that hey, part. Prince did it. Prince did it. You remember Prince? Uh, yeah, we didn't know what to call him. The he sign. The name to the symbol. The symbol. And Pete did it. He was Puffy P, Diddy, Diddy, don't call me Diddy, Piffy, whatever. Hey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> what do I call you? P, Diddy, Diddy, P, no pity, whatever. I don't know. So, <laughs> so y'all just drew me into this. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. 
<laughs> I love celebrity news. I just love it. Clearly. On a sad note, though, on a sad note, um, Nini's husband, Nini's husband is past, is, is like he is not getting better. Like she said, he's dying. Like that's oh, the word that came from her. Like the cancer came back and that he's not, not like, not likely to recover from it. So I love them together too. Wow. Me and Greg, Housewives of Atlanta, for all you fans out there, all you fans under the cover, on the DL, don't want nobody ah, to know that you are. I was going to say, tell everybody who you're talking about. Housewives for, of Atlanta. For those of us who are not up on the, um, you know, reality junkies, the reality like, stuff like y'all, you. Y'all, y'all just under the down low. Y'all don't want nobody to know y'all love the craziness. <laughs> but you know me, I have no shame to my game. <laughs> I let we're, it out there. <laughs> we're the undercover reality yep. show junkies, huh? Yeah, I'm right up there with my damn cheese. Ready to see what's going on. <laughs> yes. So you sitting up there waiting, huh? Waiting with it. Yep. So tonight is um, I want to see what did we no, it was Friday night. I was on one of the girls' show. They were talking about spice, right? I don't know if you all watch it, but spice is on love and hip hop in Atlanta. So now, you know, she had a boo, right? She, she had, had a what? Boo. Nice looking dreadlock. Oh, see, I, I didn't even get the lingo. All right, I'm with he, you now, girl. Come on, let's go. He fine. F-O-I-N-E fine. And so <laughs> he had an issue now because, you know, they were locked up in pandemic and everything. So guess what? Now that she's gone back on the road, right? Mm-hmm. Now that she's gone back on the road, he has a problem with her being back because you know spice is dancehall queen he want her to tone it down how do you tone down dancehall miss um so you you he didn't know that she was spice before he met her yeah and now that she's going back on the road because you know she has the single now wine and go down wine and go down and uh, you know it's all yeah, but I heard that song. Yeah, yeah. Girl, I can't go down, but I can't get up without them damn um, walking stick, right? So <laughs> you need a stick. The stick. You need the cane. I can't go down, but I can't. <laughs> So now he has a problem with that. He has a problem with her how she go, she's on stage, and you know, and me personally, you, that's my bread and butter, and that's how I make my money. And you're not gonna tell me what you first of all you can't tone down that song. You cannot I hear you. So I hear it's kind it is kind of tough. It is. Reese, so. check your um WhatsApp for me real quickly. Okay. All righty, so I'm out of here. You are yes. All right, check your WhatsApp. But okay. Kendra, girl, I'm so glad that you are here with us today. Me too. Well, yes, with that, my dear. I leave you guys with my craziness. All right, Reese, just pop back in whenever you're ready. No, I want to see you work. <laughs> I want to see you guys work. Wait I'm a not- minute. <laughs> 
So now I'm wondering why you were not available then today if you can Don't sit you here worry. and watch the show don't you worry about that don't i worry about that Hunter, just make sure you don't take my job <laughs> i got you you will have a job when you come back mate. <laughs> um, i'll be in and out i'll be in and out i'll be in and out but you guys enjoy the show and i'm listening well how about this reese before you go how about this to make you feel better right how about this to make you feel yes. better to the Let's Connect show with Carolyn Reese, right here on My Turn Radio. How about that? <laughs> Does that make you feel any better? Huh? It's so right, right, Kendra? I feel the love. I'm feeling the love. You, you felt it. the love. <laughs> oh, silly. All right, guys. All right, girly. So, Take it easy. Be careful out there. Be safe. Have fun. All right. Um, so just the WhatsApp. I know that someone sent you some messaging. Okay, I got I got you. All righty. Um, now. We'll talk to Reese later, my dear Kendra. You're ready for her interview on my channel. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Yes. Yes. So this here now, at this part of the show, I'm going to do one more thing. This is our, I'm going to play something, right? It's now time for our topic of the day. That's right, people. It's now time for our topic of the day. And Kendra, did you remember what we're talking about today, my dear? Oh, you know what? Before we do that, I am going to give you a, a nicer little introduction than I did before. So let me give you oh. a proper introduction, my dear. So everybody and all of our friends who are listening Today, as you heard, you already heard it, so I don't have to repeat what Reese said before. Our wonderful Reese is not with us today, so she's off doing some stuff um, that she needed to take care of. And the amazing Kendra Lewis is here with us today. So she's helping out. She's going to save me from myself today. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or I'm going to dive right in there with you, whichever way. <laughs> go dive in together right it's sink or swim girl that's right well we're gonna swim together right so this is Kendra Lewis okay best-selling author entrepreneur she does it all everybody and tell us the title of your best-selling book we're gonna go into this later on but I just want you to tell everybody the name of your book Take control of feeling better. Take control of feeling better. I love it. I love it. So we talked about that. You've been on the show with us before. We chatted about your book. We put the link up, everybody, um, in our previous episode um, that Kendra was on and she shared the book with us. But we'll do it again today. And just listen, later on in the show, we're going to chat some more about her book, Take Control of Feeling Better. I'm all for that because I always want to feel better, you know, and I'm sure everybody does too, especially what we're going through right now. So with that, 
Kendra, we have a special guest today to talk about our topic of the day. So again, what was our topic for today? Grief. Yes, right, my dear. That's right. We're talking about grief today, everybody, and whether or not you have experienced it or you are experiencing it right now, or you know someone who's experiencing it, let's chat about grief today. And as usual, if you guys out there have questions, I'm gonna give you the number again. Um, well, maybe not the number today because our um, wonderful Reese is off um, the air right now. So just um, get on our live with us and type in your questions, let us know what you have. We're monitoring that and we can um, answer your questions for you that way. Of course, you're listening at home. Um, we thank you for joining us. But our special guest is Lorna Chapman and she is here with us today. She's a grief expert from The Healing Cup. That's the name of her company, everybody, The Healing Cup. And it's Lorna is here with us today. She's a grief expert and she's going to really educate us about grief. Okay. So don't let me say all this stuff because, you know, I'm not the expert here. So welcome, Lorna. How are you? Oh, I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Yes. Thank you for being here. Lorna, oh, where are you calling from, by the way? <laughs> Well, would you believe I'm in the tropics by way of Maryland? <laughs> I love it. I see it right there. That's why I'm like, wait a minute. Where are you calling from? I'm a little jealous. <laughs> it looks fabulous there, wherever you are. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome, my dear. And you say tropics, then, of course, you speak my language because I am definitely from the Caribbean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you know, I spotted it immediately. I'm immediately. like, oh, it looks so wonderful. Can I go where you are? I can work that out for you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kendra. I cut you off earlier. Did you oh, say something? I just said, welcome beautiful to Miss Lorna. <laughs> That's right. So we're chatting about grief today, Lorna. And um, we're so glad that you could join us by from Maryland calling and chatting with us. And I do know that you are the founder of the Healing Cup. Yes. Where you do grief counseling with um, your clients and customers, et cetera. But I will let you talk about that. So the first thing I want to chat about is just to tell people a little bit about what is grief. and um, Maybe you can go into that a little bit. Oh, I'd love to. Uh, how can I put it? Grief, grief is the loss or perceived loss of, of, it doesn't have to be just a family member or friend or a pet, but it can be anything that you lose that, that has uh, meaning to you. You could have bought a brand new car and as soon as you drove it off the off of the uh, lot, somebody ran into your car, and that's immediate grief. You could be a public speaker, and oh my goodness, your front tooth fell out, mm. and you're scheduled to go and speak. 
Okay. You could um, have on a beautiful white outfit and all of a sudden you were drinking some coffee and spilled coffee on your white outfit. And you know, the thing that I want you to take a look at is the mere fact that it can be something major or it can be something which a lot of us would consider minor, like spilling something on your clothes, okay? Mm -hmm. However, it's the degree of value that you place on that that makes it important to you. Right. And everyone experiences grief in such different ways. Even two siblings could have the loss of a, of a valued pet, let's say a pet. And their experience will be different. Even though they love that pet, everything can be different because they're two different people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is amazing. I love that you expanded on it so much to explain it to our listeners, because, you know, most people think that grief is really just if you lose someone, like when somebody dies, exactly. you know, so there is death. And then all of a sudden, that's the only type of grief, right? You know, people don't associate it with anything else. And I was looking on the internet and um, I saw something and just um, jump in anywhere here, Lorna, as well as um, Kendra. Um, but it says there are different types of grief, like you just mentioned, it could be, and this is just some of them. Of course, the, the list is not all inclusive, right? It's mm -hmm. divorce, betrayal from a friend, could be crashing a beloved car, the loss of a body part, the death of a parent. Of course, we were talking about death before. Unfulfilled dreams. That's amazing. Yes. Unfulfilled yes. dreams. Inability to have children. Yes. These are just some examples of grief. And, and for me, that was kind of surprising because I didn't really think about it. But you know, and understand this too, Carol, one of the things that's really important is that grief is one of those topics that people shy away from because it is, it's uncomfortable to talk about. Mm -hmm. And because it's uncomfortable to talk about, what you're saying is what so many other people say. It's because uh, of the discomfort, you shy away from it unless it happens to you. Right. But you don't look at grief in any other way but the loss of, of a, a family member or a friend or a pet. That's the only way that our society has pretty much branded. But, um, you know, when I was in school, we studied, um, what's her name, Kubler-Ross. Kubler-Ross was the first one who wrote anything on grief. And, and what she did is she did talk about the fact that it was only dealing with people losing family members or friends. Right. Um, she didn't even um, put pets in there. Mm. She just talked about the human, uh, human loss. But then as, as years went on, she kind of modified that. But then what she talked about was that there, there were five stages of grief. Okay. And, and when you first find out about something, there's denial. Yes. And then there's anger. And then there's bargaining. 
You know, if you have someone who's sick, well, Lord, if you do this for me, or if this happens, I promise you, if you save this person for me, I promise you, I will do this or I will do that. And then there's depression and then there's acceptance. Now, just because I gave you all five of those steps in um, the way I gave them to you, people don't go through them in that way, okay? You can vacillate back and forth between um, one or two of the stages, or uh -huh. some people go through, some people get stuck in one place and stay there for a very long time. Okay. And um, may I give you a personal example? Yes. When I was 12 years old, my father got killed in a car crash. And it was on the 2nd of July. And we were all celebrating the 4th of July holiday. We were at an auntie's house. And so we all went home. And I remember going into my room, lying on the bed, looking at the ceiling and saying, I wonder who's going to give me away when I get married. Now, I had my uncles. I had my grandfather. I had people to give me away. Now, the thing is, every time that I would get close to getting married, I would sabotage it in one way or another. But I didn't realize that I got stuck in my grief. And I was so stuck, I didn't realize it until 2001 when I went to a recertification class and all of a sudden we, we were just talking and it reminded me I had to resolve my own father's death and I was totally stuck. And, you know, a lot of people think that you can't get stuck or you're just going to go through it. Oh yeah, you can. And, you know, so many people say, oh, well, you should get past that or you should get over that. Well, at that age, you don't, you at, at 12 years old or when you're young, you don't understand that. And I didn't. And every time it would come around or getting close to the 2nd of July, I had this morose feeling. I was feeling sad. I was crying. Couldn't understand it until I learned that anniversary times, it was an anniversary of my dad's death. Okay. Yeah. And so it was just something that I didn't understand at the time. And if we can school people on, on the things that they're going to be going through and um, how to get through those things and resolve those things, then it helps people to be able to understand a whole lot better why they're going through something. If you smell a smell, have you ever heard a song and it puts you right back where you were in college? or it reminded you of an old boyfriend yeah. or, you know, or a favorite grandma or, you know what I'm saying? And so the, the whole thing is, is that it's not just one of those items or just listing the stages and then just taking that, that journey through those stages so easily. It just doesn't happen that way. Okay. It's not clean and neat. Oh, I'm glad that you mentioned that. You know, there's so much you talked about that I kind of want to unpack a little bit. A sure. um, couple of things you mentioned, uh, and I think it's worth 
digging into a little bit more or just not digging in, but just pointing out to everyone, sure. maybe people who are like myself who didn't realize that, you know, just the smell. I heard you say that a smell can take you back to that feeling, yes. you know, that you had when, and then that could that start your grieving process all over again? Is that what you? Well, let me tell you what, if you haven't resolved that grief, yes, it can, oh, okay. because you can feel like right. the event has happened all over again, but by the same token, allow me to say this to you. You can have resolved that grief, but let's say that that smell comes and you will get that experience or you feel it, but you, you won't go all the way back there. Okay. And you know, a lot of times people will say, well, I thought that I was over it. Well, you know, the thing is when something happens to you, it has happened. You can't take it back. Right. It will always be there. Right. And it's just like having a scar. You know, the scar doesn't hurt anymore, but it's a reminder. You still see it. Okay. You don't cry about it anymore. You don't have to put band-aids or bandages on it anymore. But you know, it it you start, you'll think about it. Yeah. And maybe you'll even sit down and cry. You know, or you'll start reminiscing about what you have lost. And is it okay to do that, Lorna? Oh, absolutely. You know, you because know, I, so many of us, you know, we tell ourselves we're strong. Come on, Carol, pull up my big girl panties and just be strong, be tough. I got this. I can handle this. You know, what do, what are we supposed to do? Is that the attitude that we should take? No, that's, that's how I feel. Now, there might be other schools of thought. So what I will tell you is this, when people say be strong, it's not that you're weak because you're saying that I'm weak because I'm crying because there's someone that was really special to me who is now gone. And you know, what do you want to do? You want to just, even if you could only have that person for five minutes mm -hmm. so you could talk to them again, so you could touch them, you know, you know, so the whole thing is, is you don't have to put on your big girl panties, put on your regular girl panties or yeah. your big guy shorts, you know, you don't have to do that. Just go with the flow, allow it to happen. And don't think, oh, well, I'm not over this yet. You don't forget someone. You don't forget the love that you had for someone. Even if it was a car and it was your, your favorite one that you had always wanted. Let's say you put it on your vision board and you saw that every day. And one day you finally got that vehicle and then you crashed it or you loaned it to a friend who was your best friend and they had a car crash and total your car. The thing is, you don't forget it. All you do is it's still in your head. It's still mm -hmm. in your head. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna miss that, that car, that relationship, uh, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. That's so funny that you, you, it's even a car that you could feel grief over losing your car. Yeah. You know, most people would think that because that's an inanimate object right. that, you know, and then you can't admit that, you know, that you're feeling grief. 
because you lost your car, somebody would be looking at you like, what? What are you talking about? You know, so I just, I want everyone listening to understand that it is okay um, to feel that and let yourself feel that, you know, because grief is really just a, a loss, right? It equals loss. Loss. In a nutshell, if, you, if you're if you experiencing some kind of loss, that's what that is. Right. You know, right. Lorna, I saw something today on social media. Mm-hmm to be honest. And there is a video just, and it backs up everything that you just said, uh, my dear. So there is a Dr. Lois Tonkins, um, and she is also an author, a renowned speaker, all that on grief. Mm-hmm. And she she's published a lot about the subject. Um, and she says, Dr. Tonkins' theory of grief suggests that over time, your grief will stay much the same but your life will begin to grow around that grief, right? So over time, your grief might stay the same, okay? But it's not that it's gonna kill you, you can still live, you know? So basically time doesn't make your grief disappear. You know how some people say, it all goes away in time. Time heals all wounds, right? Mm -hmm. One, do you think that time heals all wounds, number one, Mm -hmm. okay? And I know you have a lot to say about that, so I'm going to let you talk about that. Time heals all wounds, number one. And number two, um, this is what Dr. Tonkins was saying, that time doesn't make your grief just disappear. But so she challenges the idea that time time heals all wounds, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree with that. But basically what it is, is you just learn how to carry your grief with you over time because, you know, maybe there's a new baby that was born in the family. Maybe you buy a new car. There are new things that happen in your life. Maybe you start a new job that you're happy about. So all those new experiences you build around your grief. That's what Dr. Dr. Tonkin's um, theory is. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I agree. And let me just put in there, what is the goal of, of uh, loss and grief therapy? It's to help the person to accept the reality of whatever it is. Like if, if uh, parents have been wanting a child and then that child is born with some major birth defects. And so they're grieving for the loss of a, a, well, a well child, yeah. okay? And um, then the next one is to work through the pain of that grief. And understand when I say work, believe me, it is work, okay? Because, and, and I always feel, and when I talk to my uh, clients, I always tell them, this is the hardest work you will ever do. And then it's helping the person to adjust to the life, their life, without that someone that they lost in it. And to be able to find some kind of value in that. And maybe that works around that um, time heals wounds. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the thing is, but it doesn't take memories away. Right. The memories are going to stay. Okay. Right. And also to be able to maintain the connection with the loss while moving on with your life and being able to adjust to a new normal. Okay. Right. And, 
and it is a new normal. You are, you are living without that person or those people, like your parents, when your parents sent you off to college, they had to adjust to your not being there anymore, okay? Right. Or um, when we lose a, 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 a parent and we have to adjust or both parents, let's say, and, and I've heard people say, now I'm an orphan. I don't have anyone, okay? Yep. But the whole thing is, is that it's not that you forget and it's not that you're totally healed. It's just that as you progress and you start um, accepting what has happened to you and you start, um, uh, you'll start crying less. You'll start some mornings, you'll get up and you'll feel this new sense of relief. And some people will say, you know, I feel so guilty because I feel, I feel so much better today. And mm. there's that guilt that steps in right along. With it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Think about that. You're yeah. guilty because you're feeling a little bit better. Feeling better. Right. And, and you know, the thing is, and I always feel, and I, I did some study with um, a, a grief um, program and they felt that um, men and women don't grieve differently. And I feel in my, in my practice, I have seen women and men do grieve differently. They do, they just do. And, it, and when I counsel couples together and I also counsel them separately. And it's interesting what you hear from the, the wife and what you hear from the husband. Really? The husband will say, you know, my wife seems to be crying all the time, or she just lays around and she's just, she stays in bed and, and all of this. And then on the other hand, what does the wife say? He's always out with his buddies, or he's changed everything in the house. You know, all of the cabinets in the kitchen are, are changed. The door handles are put on. That's the, what I was thinking yeah, of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't find anything in the house, but what happens is the male I find has a tendency because they love their spouses, they put their grief on hold. Aww. And until they feel that that spouse is at a point where that, that she can function without too much, uh, um, um, caring and pampering and things like that. But by the same token, what did they do? One gentleman that I knew, he changed the engine in, in his truck. And he was, then he would always be out with the boys. And the whole thing was, is he was doing things that he had some control over. Right. And you look at families who have lost children and that can be a major, major thing. And, and, you know, we're talking this evening and, you know, this could be a whole three, four hour conversation with all of the things oh, that yeah. can be addressed. But death of a child puts a real strain on a marriage and it will either bring it close together or it, or it will tear it apart. Okay. And a lot of times when I'm sitting with couples, I ask them, I said, do you talk to each other? 
And they said, well, yeah, of course we talk to each other. And I said, no, do you really talk to each other and really share how you really feel about what's what? Because a lot of times the, the wife will say, it seems like he doesn't care. Right. And it's not that at all. It's not that at all. Is he so busy ripping up the house and doing all this other stuff? Because he has control over that. Yeah. Control. Right. So women, if you're listening right now, okay, this is just a little tip for you guys, for you ladies, if you're listening and you're experiencing this, if your husband is busy doing something else, it very well may not be that he's ignoring you or he does not feel the situation you know it's just that this is how he handles his grief which is very different from the way you as a female um handle your grief right Mm -hmm. and what's important there is just you know seek some help you know seek some help to to understand and and talk to someone like Lorna at her practice who can help you to understand the differences and the nuances of what is happening in your relationship there. Of course, I'm not saying Lorna, you're a miracle worker and you're going to solve their problems with the flick of your finger, a snap of your finger. I'm just saying you can help them to recognize what is happening, right? right? So give us um, you started to talk about this. So give us sort of like an example. Take us through, not in detail, and we're not asking for names or anything. No, no, no. But a couple comes to you with an issue like that. Like, what is it that you do with them? Well, let me let me give you an instance. For instance, yeah, I spent, I was in the military my whole life. Mm-hmm. I retired. Okay. And, but I was um, assigned in, I think it was at Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas. And I usually work neonatal intensive care and also pediatrics. That's what I dearly love. And uh, the head nurse in labor and delivery came over and, and I was a clinical nurse specialist for the neonatal unit at that time. And the head nurse in labor and delivery came over and she said, Lorna, she said, We just told this family, a husband and wife, that their baby was dead in utero. Wow. And and the baby was nine months old. I mean, excuse me, uh, nine months gestation. It it was getting ready to be born shortly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the mother came in because the baby had stopped moving. And so when they did the ultrasound, they found that there was no fetal heart tones. Mm. And the baby was dead in utero. And she said, could you talk to this, this family? She said, we called the chaplain and they don't want to talk to anyone. So what I did was, and this was the first time in way back. I went in, before I went into the room, I just said a little prayer and then I walked in. And I just told them how sorry I was about what had happened. Well, usually we send mothers home if they don't have a temperature or there are not no untoward effects. We let them go home until it's time for them to deliver, okay? But they have to come back to the hospital every day to have blood drawn. Well, I decided don't come back 
to the lab, come and see me. And that right. was the time that I started doing grief counseling. Now, this was my very first time to ever do anything like this. But I treated that family, and they had a little three-year-old. I treated that family the way I would want to be treated, or I would want one of my family members to be treated. And I gave them my number. I told them, you can call me anytime. And I went to their house. I spent time with them. I answered all of their questions. I worked with their little boy who was three. He was going to be the big brother. And every time his mother felt the baby move, she would put her hand, his head, and let him feel his little sister or his hand so he could feel his little sister. Yeah. Now, the whole thing was, is I worked with them continuously. I talked to them about their nutrition. I talked to them about how the baby was looking, how the baby was going to look. Just every single thing up until that time. But I also told the labor and delivery, call me when they come in. I also talked to the family and I said, when... She goes into labor, call me. It doesn't matter what time, I will be there. I got there, and, and, and but going through all of this, I drew a blood every single day, but I'm talking to them, preparing them for what to expect. Right. I also encourage them to see the baby too, okay? Now, and I'm gonna give you a for instance, what happened was when the baby was delivered, the doctor handed the baby off to me, took the baby over to the infant care center, cleaned her up, wrapped her, took her over to the uh, delivery table. The mother pulled the covers back, counted the fingers and the toes and said, oh, Cookie, they, she called me Cookie. She said, oh, Cookie, she's just beautiful. They named her. And they spent time, she spent time with her and the baby was nice and warm because she had just delivered. You never put a mother who has just delivered uh, a, a baby who is deceased on a unit where mothers who have had live births. So they put her on a GYN unit in a private room. And so I would visit her all the time. The mother was there, the little boy and the father was there. And the military was great. They let the father spend all that time. He, they just gave him the time away. They talked to each other, they spent the time and the little boy would curl up on the bed with his mother. So I asked them, I said, would you like to see the baby? And they said, a little apprehensive, they weren't sure. So what I did was I said, you don't have to worry. I'm going to be right here with you. So I went to the morgue. I had a special way of preparing the body when I took the babies to the morgue. I prepared, uh, I brought the baby up. And this is the time that reality really sets in. Why? Because the baby is cold. The last time she held her baby, the baby was warm. Hmm. And so she held her baby and her husband held the baby. And then the little boy was curled up next to mommy and she let him hold his little sister. And it was just, it was wonderful. 
And so I said, would you like to have time to yourself? And she said, yes. I said, I'll be right outside. So I went out and I waited and they spent a long time with the baby. Now, what I did was I take tasteful pictures, but I study cultures so that I am not uh, um, uh, disrespecting anyone's culture by taking pictures of babies. And there are some that you don't photograph um, a deceased baby. Now, some, even some of the mothers, some of the nurses in labor and delivery don't like for you to let them see a deceased baby. Oh. But I find that they will always be questioning, well, was my baby deformed? What did they look like? You oh, know, okay. all of these different things. We'll stay and with them for a long time. Forever, yes. But any anytime I take pictures, I never um, uh, send the pictures through the mail. They have to come in and let me be sitting with them when they get the pictures. Because what happens is you open Pandora's box. And if you don't have someone there to help them through this, it's going to be very difficult. Oh, okay. Wow. And so they went through this whole process and it was so refreshing. And they stayed, they saw the baby. She would call me two and three times a day. Could I see my baby? And I brought her back, brought the baby up two, three, four times a day. It didn't matter until they took the baby to the funeral home. Mm -hmm. Now, the whole thing is, is I had another couple and the same thing, but the father was um, deployed, but I had worked with the mother every single day. When the father was in delivery room and I had done the same thing with this mother, she was ready to see this baby and the father was angry. She doesn't wanna see the baby. And he was thinking, because see that protective mechanism popped yeah, in. Yeah, he wanted, he to, wanted protect to protect her. his wife, yes. And she kept saying, honey, she already prepared me for this and it's okay. But I got them into a grief support group for, for families who have lost children or babies and even had miscarriages. And believe me, what you see when the folks go through this, it has a tendency to pull that couple together when both of them attend together, okay? Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, Ms. Chapman, I do wanna, um, wanna jump in real quick and let anyone know that's listening. She knows exactly what she's talking about because I went through this and I didn't have someone like her. When my oldest son passed away, I didn't have someone like you. So you definitely like the way that you do things, it will actually improve as far as like healing and dealing and encapsulating that grief. My time would stop until last year. It took 15 years because I didn't have that base. Right. So definitely, if anyone is listening, you know, and it actually took my son researching things that you said, and I actually um, was able to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. So just absolutely like speaking to that and being open. It is a hard thing that you will do, but you have to be open to when you're receiving that counsel and things like what um, Ms. Lauren is saying, because it's the difference between encapsulating or 
putting your life around that grief and that grief running you for years. Yeah. You know? And so it's kind of like a question I have, how do you know when, because grief is normal. Yeah. And it does have stages and you do, you know, you, you do live with it. You, you do function with it. How do you know though, when you're acknowledging it, but it's, it's gone, like you need some extra help beyond, how do you know? Well, you know, you know, inside of you, but I can tell you that there are people who refuse to acknowledge it. Okay. And how can I put it? You see me with my mask? You put your mask on? Mm -hmm. You walk around with this mask on. People say, well, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. You're fine. Okay. Or people, you'll come back to work and people will ask you, um, how are you? And before you can even get the answer out, they're halfway down the hall. Now understand that I feel that people are inherently good, but they're afraid that they might make you cry. They're afraid, they're afraid that you um, might say something and oh my goodness, what am I supposed to say? Because people don't really know what to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, also, and, and don't think that just all clergy, just like all doctors, don't know what to say to someone and all nurses too. I have to tell you, they don't always know the what to say to a person. I had a lady who said that she got diagnosed with cancer and her pastor avoided her every time she would come through the welcome line. And she said, I don't understand what's wrong. And the whole thing was, is that he was, he was very uncomfortable with dealing with that. Right. So as I talked to her, she started understanding. But getting back to you, uh, Kendra, the, the whole thing is, is sometimes inside of you, you're going to know, I can't take this anymore. There's, I need to talk to someone. And you find that, uh, or I'm going to get... Uh, if I just get busy, maybe it'll go away. And it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And have you ever seen a trash can? And you put trash in it, right? Mm -hmm. And you're so busy, you're rushing around and you're so busy, trash gets at the top. And what do you do? You put your foot in, you stomp it down, and then you just keep going on about your life. And that trash can gets full again. And you press it down again and you just continually do that, what happens? One day, let's say you're getting dressed and you get ready to fasten a button on your blouse and pops off and you just totally lose it. The event and the emotion don't fit. Right. And it's saying something to you, okay? Mm -hmm. And, and those are some red flags that go up, but people don't realize that. But, you know, your close friends, well, they may see certain things and they may bring things to you. But I have to tell you, even though 
even though people will bring things to you and say, hey, listen, Carol, um, I know this grief support group and you've been going through a whole lot. And, and Carol, you'll say, mm, I don't really need that right now. Or I'm too busy, you know, because they don't want to deal with the pain. Okay. But I had a mother who lost her baby. Her husband got deployed. She had four other children that she was responsible for taking care of while her husband was deployed. And every time I would see her, I'd say, when are you going to come see me? Oh, I'll get there. I'll get there. Well, one day I got a note from her. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to kill my children and I'm going to kill myself and then it'll be over. Oh, no. But see, that was a cry for help. And see, they had, they had gone a little too far, okay? And so the thing is, I called one of the people that I had trained, and she took care of the children while I worked with her, okay? But the, but the whole thing is, is just like when you get a cold, you take something to, to get rid of that cold, or if, if you... If you are having problems in your marriage, you go to a marriage counselor. This is a time that you go to get counseling. And it's not anything negative on you, but it is very important that you do that so that you can start healing. And, and I talk about journaling. I, thought, I talk about writing letters, writing letters to that deceased person. You know, doing those things, they're going to help you to get to a point where you feel comfortable, okay? Now, one of the things is, is that you can't tell every single person, you can't tell every single person, you know, I'm hurting because of this. And, you, and unfortunately, some people will say, well, you should be over that by now. Mm. And you're not, and you're not. And that's okay. But if you can go and get some help somewhere. Now, I always tell the clients that I see, when you come to see me, you don't get judged for what you think, do, or say. You can say anything that you want. You will never hear it again. The only time I say anything is if you talk about homicide or suicide. Right. But other than that, you need to have and people, when they come for grief, they need to have a sanctuary where they can feel free and comfortable with being able to say whatever they want. And nobody's going to judge them at all. And they right. can scream and cry. They can kick the wall, the door, everything. Yes. And they, they, it's okay. Okay. And when I counsel couples together, I counsel them together. But I also counsel them separately. But I also tell them, what you say to me goes no further than me. If you hear it again, it's because you talked about it. Okay? Right. Absolutely. So, Kendra, I am so sorry to hear that, my dear. Yeah. Does that make you feel a little bit better? Well, the thing is, it's like I've, I've already gone through, you know, my, um, my process. And... Right. A lot of times our measuring stick for, you know, well, if a person needs extra help or, you know, whether or not, you know, they're doing something normally and things like that. 
may be very different. They may actually be going through things normally. Yes. Um, and the thing is, is, I really wanted to stress people being open to a lot of what she was saying because um, having gone through this in a different manner, having not been able to say, you know, goodbye because I was dealing with my own stuff at the time, I was in surgery and things like that. So it was like not being able to go through all those different processes. Um, it slowed it down and it, it kept just that one little capsule of time. The rest of the year, like you, or I might see someone who looked like he may have looked, you know, when he was 13 or things like that. And that would set me back. But once I started, you know, really paying attention, um, really getting into, you know, wanting to heal and wanting to feel better, it was just that anniversary that was the last thing. And that anniversary would last for almost a month where it would literally be like I couldn't move. Right. And, you know, I became really determined. I was like, you know, I, I, I have to figure something out because everything else was improving. And I was like, I need to take this and make it something powerful in my life. Right. And when, you know, my son and a few of my dear friends, like, you know, jumped in and were like, okay, you know, some things they were going to do. And they actually, we actually ended up having a memorial service for him. I never got to have it. And those things were, that was extremely powerful for me. Also, you know, um, I have something visual of him that's out that I see every day. And so like those different things, but I think a lot of time people are so used to, and the pain becomes um, something that you're accustomed to that you fear the healing. Yes, yes. And so it's kind of like when you get to the other side of it and you actually, you know, you, I still feel some, you know, there were things that you were saying, it hit a chord and I was like, okay, not going to cry today and put on eyeliner, but not going to do it, you know, <laughs> but um, it doesn't, it's not paralyzing. I'm, I'm with it. And especially when you were speaking to like, it's okay it is okay to have, you know, that hurts, okay to have that missing, but I'm still moving with it, but not in the sense of burying it, not pushing it down the trash can. It's just, we're moving with it. Right. And I really wanted to drive the point home if people have been listening, if anyone's like, you know, oh no, I don't need that. Yes, you do. <laughs> you do. You need every last word that's coming out of this line is now every last word, be it the car, be it, you know, mourning someone, mourning your health. If you're going through cancer, you're going through it. It it could be that you're afraid to lose weight. There's some people, they're afraid to make healthy changes to, you know, to get smaller because they become used to, this is kind of like a blanket. Where's that coming from? So many things you're speaking to. It's a, I just want to say, hey, you know, listen to what she's saying, take notes. It's real. You contact her. And I understand too that when you don't deal with it, you just bury it alive. You bury it alive. And believe me, it will come back up at some point in time. And a lot of times when you least expect it, I've seen grandmothers when their daughter or daughter-in-law has either had a miscarriage or a fetal demise of some kind. And you'll see them in, in the room 
and they're crying more than the parents. And a lot of times what I do is I will just go and stand by them and comfort them. But I ask them, did you experience a loss? And a lot of times they said, yes. And, you know, long time ago, when, when women had a miscarriage or they lost a baby, what happened? They said, just, just get over it and go back to work or do what you got to do. Right. Or they had to raise children or whatever so that they were never allowed to grieve. So when their grandchild is born or has died, that's their, um, that's their time to be able to grieve the loss of that child of their child, you know? And so um, there's where they can let that out. And I, I talk to them and help them to get into a, some kind of support group to help them to be able to deal with that as well. That, you know, that's such an important point. And that leads me to another question. I know the answer, but um, we're getting, uh, Miss Lorna, just so you know, we're getting a lot of comments and everybody is absolutely loving you and they're loving the advice that you're giving right now. And everyone is just saying how informative it, how informative it is. And we really need to bring you back. It's like, everybody's like, wow, she's amazing. Yes, she is. Thank you. Thank you. really is. And so really, that's what we like to do here on the show. We like to talk to our listeners directly, you know, because so many of our listeners are actually going through this. And Kendra, thank you so much for yeah. sharing your experience because people get to see you and put a face, a real face. So they understand that. Wait a minute. These are not just people talking at me here. This is somebody that is experiencing what I'm experiencing or have experienced what I'm experiencing or, you know, they can relate. So thank you for being bold and courageous to share your story with us today. I'm so appreciative. And that leads me to a question, Ms. Lorna, to say, so based on what Kendra was sharing with us, does, is there a time frame or is there a time limit on grief. And I'm asking for the people out there who are listening at home right now. I want you guys, ladies, men, men and women to listen to the answer here. Is there a time, is there a proper amount of time when you should stop grieving? Well, you know, I don't feel that, that because everybody grieves differently for the different things and it, and it depends on whether they got, um, any help, you know, in, in going through the process, but I can't, I don't like to just quantify and say, oh, you should be over this in six months, or you should be over this in a year. The thing is, there'll be times in the, in the whole spectrum where there'll be times where it'll, it'll feel like it just happened, but it doesn't mean that you went right back to that beginning and you haven't progressed. You have, you have. And that's why one of the goals is to help you to be able to get to a point where you can continue on with your life and be able to, um, how can I put it? Um, make that adjustment to the new norm in your life, if you will. Right. Okay. 
and it's not an easy thing. Um, now, there is aberrant grief where people are doing things to themselves. I have seen people attempt suicide where I, I've got a phone call from someone who took a whole bottle of pills and I couldn't find her. I finally found her, got her to the hospital and, um, but it was a cry for help because you know the thing is, and you know for yourself, if you have pain, what do you do? You do everything in your power to get past that pain. Right. That's why so many people, and I hate to say so many people, but a lot of people commit suicide because the pain is so great that they feel that that's the only way that they can get away from that pain that is so devastating to them. Right. Okay. And not realizing or even not even thinking this is a temporary, this is a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So one of the things that I tell people is when you are grieving, stay away from alcohol, any non-prescribed drugs for yourself. I mean, you know, like the narcotic drugs that a lot of times that you will get, um, I'm, I'm a proponent of no, no drugs. Let's work through it. If, it. if it gets difficult, there are ways that can be dealt with to help you to get through that. Right. Okay. Without filling yourself with drugs, because all you're doing is you're putting it on hold. Right. And then once the drug is out of your system, it's right back there again. And so my phone rings 24 seven. I, and you know, because my gr people's grief doesn't turn off just because I go to sleep. And so I need for people to know that they have a lifeline that they can reach out to. Now, a lot of times, and I know people are going to say, well, who helps you? That was one of my questions. Yeah. I was going I was getting to. Exactly. <laughs> And, and, you know, you always have to have care for the caregiver. And you, um, um, I know when at one duty station that I was, uh, there was another grief counselor and he and I worked really close together and we would debrief each other. And sometimes it would be so tough. I would just say, you know, I can't do that right now and not be afraid to say that. And, and, and you know, the thing is, in order for you to be able to help somebody, you got to be able to help yourself. yourself. And you know, yeah. what do they say on the plane when they do the briefing? They say, if the mask falls down, put your mask on first. Yes. And in my book, I'm writing a book. And one of the chapters is put your mask on first, because you've got to take care of you first before you are able to take care of anybody else. If you're crashing and burning, you can't help somebody who's True. devastated and crashing and burning. You can't True. do that. Mm -mm. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wanted to know because this is very serious stuff that you're dealing with and you're available 24 seven. It's like, you can get burnout yourself. Exactly. exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, mm -hmm. has it ever affected you? Has there ever been a case that affected you so much? And what did you do? Oh yeah, there have been. And I, I, it was fortunate enough that I had someone that I could reach out to 
that we would talk and I could step back. Mm -hmm. I could step back. But you got to know when to step back for yourself. Right. Because if you don't, then you're going to be the one that's going to need that help. True. You know, and but, you might even be hurting the people that you're helping exactly, to, right? Depending exactly. on the advice that you're giving them or what you're trying to do, you might harm them rather than help. You know, start lashing out at people like, wait a minute, didn't I tell you already that you should not be coming here today? I ain't got no time for you. <laughs> well, well, you know, <laughs> that's one time, one thing that I avoid. But you, you know, you did that one time? No, no. 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 <laughs> But, but understand, understand, understand that, that most, of the time, most of the time when you're doing grief counseling, you're listening. I have heard the same story from people over and over and over again because they need to find that reality. And so what are they doing? They're sharing that same story over and over and over again. And it's okay because they're, they're, they're doing their best to to get to a point where they can accept it right okay yeah and so if it means just sitting there and listening i can do that i have had times where the person didn't say anything and believe me sometimes it's good when you're just sitting there because they don't want to talk and it's not about pulling things out of them they just need to have that human contact near them, okay? And people need that. But I will tell you, one of the things that I've studied is tears. Tears are so important. And when people, when you, if somebody's crying and you say, oh, don't cry. Yeah, let them cry. Why? Because the tears that are shed for stress and for grief, if you look at the chemical comp composition of those tears, those tears are so different than, than tears of joy and um, tears of just pure sadness. Why? Because those tears um, uh, stimulate the endorphins in your brain. And what do they do? They make you feel good, don't they? And so a lot of times you'll hear men tell their sons, Oh, don't cry. Be a big boy. But the thing is, they don't realize that allowing them to cry, allowing them to cry is going to allow them to feel better. And I think if people understood that, then they would not say, don't cry. Just comfort them when they're crying. Be there. What do you do with a little child who fell down and skinned their knee? You're comforting them, aren't you? yeah same thing yeah same thing comfort so you mentioned like a little child and that brings me to another question yeah do children experience grief oh yes indeed and you know it's interesting i usually start grief counseling with children at like about two years of age two years of age two. but you know the thing is and understand this that if you are in a household and something is going on, and let's say you have a baby, and that baby, and, and you're doing everything that you can, but you, let's say that somebody pretty significant to you has passed away, 
and you're doing everything that you can to, as people say, be strong. I just don't like that word. But the whole thing is, is they pick up your feelings. Right. Watch them. I just attended a, a funeral of a dear friend of mine and her little grandson. He is just a little over a year old and you could feel the sadness. You could see it. And what did he do? He cuddled close to his dad. And even when I was attempting to talk to him and I told his father, I said, he knows that there's something, but he doesn't understand. And the thing is, they don't know what it is, but they know that something is not right because their emotions, they feel something. And mm -hmm. what do you do? How do you tackle that if there is a child? And I'm asking because right now, if there are any of our amazing friends um, who are listening right now have children, yeah. you know, we want you to pay attention to their behavior. You know, are there any signs? Is there something that our amazing listeners should be listening, should be looking for, listening for, et cetera, when it comes to children? Yes. Some children, depending on their age, will be very combative. Okay. And I've had parents say, you know, my child kicks me, my child hits me. And this was after the death. Okay. And so, um, and then there will be um, kids who will be very clingy. If you have children who have been already potty trained, they nine times out of 10 will start wetting the bed again. Mm. They may start sucking their thumb. Okay. They never did it before, but they'll start sucking their thumb. They'll start wetting the bed. They'll start you know, you'll be in your bed and they'll come in and get in your bed and, and get up close to you, okay? And you will, parents know their children, okay? And you'll be able to see these things. Now, children who are really combative, what, what can you do? Get an old pillow with old pillowcase, get a magic marker and let them, um, uh, draw a face on it and say, every time you feel like you, you're mad or you want to kick mommy or kick daddy or whatever, and let them know that hurts. Okay. But let's go kick this and go with them, be with them, help them through that. You know what you're saying this and I'm thinking about my own child and mm -hmm. I think half the time not to joke about it, half the time she wants to kick me half the time she wants to hit me so I'm going to use that pillow um, example um, you know that you just mentioned mm -hmm. and you know not just leave it to my kid but actually be there and monitor it you know just so exactly. that they know it's okay right I do like that. Take now, some crayons and a paper and let them draw. Let them draw. And then talk to them about it. Ask them, you know, what is that? You know, and they will tell you. They will tell you. And if they don't tell you right then, don't force them. But they will start coming around and telling you, okay? And one other thing, never say, oh, we lost grandpa or we lost Papa, or we lost Grandma. Why? 
because kids think very literally. And what do they do? They're going to go looking for that person under the bed, in the closet, you know, everywhere. Because when you lose something, what do you do? You find it. When you play hide and seek, what do you do? You hide, but you seek and find somebody. So the thing is, think about how they think and they think very literally. That's true. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was, it occurred to me also that right now, of course, it didn't just occur to me, by the way. It's always occurred to me because we are going through the pandemic right now. Exactly. All of us. So this is a big issue besides the anxiety and the depression and everything that everybody's already feeling. There are a lot of children right now who may be feeling some sort of grieving right now. And there are children also who did not get to graduate from high school or they had to withdraw from their school, from their friends and stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm bringing this up because I want parents to, sometimes as parents, we're so busy and I'm saying we're because sometimes I have to stop myself and remind myself of this as well. You know, uh, we're so busy doing so many things that we may not be looking at the signs or thinking that, ah, you know, you're doing virtual learning. What's the big deal? Just, Just do it not thinking about how they're feeling and the feeling of of loss that they may be experiencing because they no longer have what they had before. Right. And see, the children need that socialization with their friends, with their other classmates. They need that. They need that desperately. And, you know, I know the pandemic and, and I look at this has been a year and a half of grief and grief in more than just somebody dying, but it's loss of jobs, loss of, of uh, where you're living, loss of so many things. You can't say goodbye to your loved ones because you can't get there to them. And the only one that's with them is the nurse and, and the, the doctors and the other staff who have to be with them and can only and they're, it's not that they're dying alone, but they're not dying with family members. Right. And believe me, that grief, my, my, my dear, dear friend that I was stationed with um, in the military, she said that her mother died. And she said, oh, Lorna, she said, you know something? She said, I couldn't even be there to be with her when she passed away from COVID. Mm-hmm. And so many people are going to tell you that same exact thing. You know, they feel so, so left out. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm listening to you and really processing this and thinking about this, I had my grandmother when I was younger. I was I was very young, and my grandmother passed away. I loved her tremendously, and yeah. she loved me, and mm-hmm. I was like her special pet, you know. Uh, we were very close and she passed away. But when she passed away, I was actually, um, I was in school. So I didn't get to be with her and my other, my mom and my other family members, they were able to be with her. Yes. And it, that thing ate at me for years. Yes. And I actually didn't even tell my mom about it, to be honest with you, but I felt it. And now that we're talking, I'm like, wow, maybe that is what I was experiencing. And I actually, I had nightmares 
you know, for quite a while, right. thinking about that. And even to this day, every now and then the thought pops back in my head, like I was never there with her, you know? You know, one thing that you can do, Carol, is this. Sit down and write your grandmother a letter. Talk to your grandmother. Tell her exactly how you feel. Because what does that do? Either it, it's getting it outside of you and you're writing this to your grandmother. You don't have to share this letter with anyone. That's what I had to do with my father. I sat down and wrote daddy a letter. I cried, I laughed, I did everything. I told him all about my life. And it's an ongoing letter that never stops. And maybe that's what you need to do to help you. And that's just a suggestion to help you to get over that because it's still there. It's still there. Mm -hmm. And and the same with yeah. you, Kendra. You know, with your with your son. Yeah. I did. I wrote that letter. Um, I wrote that letter and he had a poem and just, you know, they're talking about, oh, you know, would have enjoyed doing this with you and your yes. brother's doing this and look, mommy's doing that. And absolutely it has. And when we hear these things, sometimes we think, is it going to work? And yes, <laughs> it, it works. works. <laughs> it works. It does. It Absolutely does. It does. And it's a, it is an ongoing thing, you know, and I feel, um, I feel definitely like having things more present um, and not, um, one of my friends, she told my son, she said, your mother suffers in silence, meaning that I'm that person that, you know, can walk in a room and I look just like this. And you'll have no idea what's going on. Kendra. You won't know how you know much what it is. The mask. The mask. It's the mask. It's the mask. And so I promised myself when, especially like through everything last year and coming up on 40, when I was turning 45, I made a very, very strong promise to myself that I refuse to go back on. And that is that it is okay to feel. It is okay to not be okay. Yes. I was going to get everything that's in my head out yes. and I was going to live my life and enjoy it and enjoy my son and enjoy, you know, my, my son, Caden, who's still here and just, you know, let it be okay. On the days that I have to, I cry, I have moments now. Instead of having bad days, yes. I have bad moments. And instead of resisting it and fighting, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm strong. Nah. I, I need two minutes, I'm cry. And then, you know. I love it. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm listening this morning. <laughs> I love, I love that you said it's okay to yes. not be okay. Oh, yes. I love that you said that. And everyone who's listening right now, please, if you've heard nothing else, please hear that. It's okay to not be okay. You have to make yourself um, feel the, 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 the grief. You have to put yourself through that grieving process. Cry if you need to, like Miss Lorna just told us. Cry if you need to. Let it out, okay? It is okay to not be okay. And that way you can work through it. But by the same token, let me tell you something. Have a belly laugh every day. You know why? And if you find that you're frowning, stand on your head so it looks like you're smiling. Oh, okay. 
I'm going to have to learn that skill. <laughs> but you know what? I say that. And, and I always tell the people that I work with, you know, if you don't, if you can't find something to, to laugh about, call me up. I can help you with that. Okay. But, but you know, the thing is, if we can take that negative stigma off of grief and say that it's just a part of life that everybody is going to experience. It just, it just depends on the degree and the value that you place on it as to how much it's going to affect you. But when you allow yourself that time to get through that feeling, you're gonna be fine. You're going to be fine. If you got to get in your car, if you know where there's a mountain, go up to the mountain and scream your lungs out. Scream. Do what you need to do to release that. Do some good breathing exercises. Breathing helps you to release stress. And one of the things that there's a breathing exercise that I do, it's a five, 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 five. Breathe in for a count of five. Hold it for a count of five. Let it out for a count of five and do it five times. And do that about five times, a, I mean, two times a day. If you want to do it more, do it more. But you're going to find that it's going to be such a good stress reliever that you're going to feel like you might want to keep doing it until you feel better. Okay? But it'll work. And do like Kendra's doing with that gorgeous smile. 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 And, and, you know, I know it's tough. And, and, and I know probably a lot of your listeners, Carol, are probably say, how can she say to laugh or how can she say to smile? But you know something? There's healing in that. There's healing in that. And it's okay, right? Let yourself, yes. maybe if you're like you just talked about before, if you're having a good day, it's okay. Don't feel bad for having a good yes. day. Go ahead, mm -hmm. enjoy that day. Laugh if you need to. If somebody, you, you, you found something funny or someone gave you a good joke, go ahead and laugh. It's okay. Don't laugh. sit there feeling guilty like, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to be sad. I can't yeah. laugh. You know, I have to wallow in all, you know, in, in all my grief. I can't laugh. No, yeah. it's okay. It's that okay. Out. Yes. I used to run a grief support group with another grief counselor and we put a sign on the door, um, grief um, uh, counseling in session. And we, there were gales of laughter coming out. Somebody opened the door and said, this is a grief is this a grief session? Uh -huh. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. But wow. you know, the whole thing is, it's one of those things that people think that you're supposed to be crying all the time, and, it, and you're not. But you got to watch your diet because, and especially women, because I have, I have done counseling with some women. I've gone to their houses and there's snicker bars everywhere. And that's all they eat, candy, candy, candy. Mm. But you got to watch your diet. You got to watch also what you drink. Stay hydrated. Drink as, as much water as possible. Stay away from the caffeinated things, but drink as much water as possible so that you can stay well hydrated so that you're going to feel better. Right, right. And it's, it's, it'll help you. Well... You know, so with that, 
does grief ever end? Yes. It, well, let's put it this way. It gets to a point where it's manageable. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay. okay. Because it's just like anything else. The memory is there. It won't go away. I fell when I was a little kid. I have a large scar on my leg. I remember it to this day. And I was upset because it was summertime and I couldn't go swimming. Okay. The yeah. scar is there. I can remember it. I can remember it just as if it happened today. But it's okay now. And you and what you're doing is you're learning to live a new normal without that person or that pet or that whatever it is, that friend or whatever, you're learning how to adjust your life and live and not be um, to a point where you're so totally devastated that you just stay in a fetal position and not get out of bed in the morning, right. not brush your teeth, not take a shower, not do any of those things. In the beginning, you're gonna feel that way. Yeah, it's, it's just nature of the beast, but May I suggest one thing? When you have a friend who has experienced, let's say the death of a, of a family member or whatever, when you know how we take food to people's houses? Take food in the best dishes you have, the very best dishes. Why? Because people, when, when a, a lot of times, when you're grieving, you don't have the energy to pick up the phone to call someone. Mm -hmm. And somebody says, oh, well, call me when you need me. Trust me, they don't have that energy. That oh. energy is totally gone, okay? Okay. So what you do is call. Kendra, can I come by and pick up the dish that I brought over? And guess what that does? It's that, that you're in getting into the house oh i okay. love that you said that because okay. i'm guilty of that i'm guilty of that you know i'm guilty of that because i've said that to folks before to friends that you know do you need anything just let me know what you need yeah. and they never say anything and i'm sitting here going how come they didn't tell me anything they haven't said anything yeah. and then i don't want to bother them so i don't reach out yeah you know, because I'm thinking, are they going to think that I'm annoying or they just don't have time for me or they they, they just don't want to deal with me right now? But I love that you say that, you know, for everybody else out there in our listening audience who's like me, I, I don't know, maybe you're not like me, <laughs> maybe you're smarter than me, but <laughs> for all the people, like <laughs> we all do it, <laughs> we sure know? do. I'm so glad that you said that because I'm one of those people who will say, and I, yes, I am. I'm willing to help. I'm willing. I want to do something, but then Most I'll say, are. Mm -hmm. yeah, but you know, we, we come up with that in, sometimes we have to create it, you know, exactly. say, bring exactly. it over and they say, can I come and pick it up? And they, ah, I got you. That's my in. That's right. I love that. And, and you know, the whole thing is, and understand this, you don't have to do a whole lot of talking. If they don't feel like talking, just sit quietly with them. Believe me, I have had people say, you know something? I remember one lady, she said, you know, I just wanted to tell you to get out. She said, but you know the thing that impressed me the most? She said, you didn't leave me. You stayed there with me. 
And her body language was telling me, get out of here. Mm -hmm. Wow. But the whole thing is, is don't take it personal because they're grieving. Just say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be here with that person. Now, something, sometimes people feel uncomfortable with the silence. You might feel uncomfortable with that silence, but that's okay. Just sit there. It's okay. That silence is so pregnant with so many emotions and things. So allow that person, if the person wants to say something, fine. If they don't, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, that is so truly amazing. Oh my goodness. I don't want to stop. I want to hear more because you've just taught me so much and all the comments from all of our wonderful friends who are listening, you know, it's like, everybody's like, wow, wow. I'm hearing things that I never heard before. You're actually bringing up things that I had done in that garbage can by sticking it down and sticking it down. Like I said, the, the story about my grandma mm -hmm. and you just brought all that back to the surface because I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So thank you. So what would you leave with us right now for our audience, everybody who's listening, men, women, children, as you guys heard, it doesn't matter. Just pay attention to your kids and what they're going through, okay? What thought do you want to leave us with, Miss Lorna, in terms of grief for the grief. people who are experiencing this? One of the things that Kendra said, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. But when you're starting to feel better, don't feel guilty about that because you've been feeling low for such a long time. And then one morning you get up and you say, oh, Oh my goodness, I feel good, but I shouldn't be feeling good. Don't feel guilty about that. And you know what I tell people? The guilt train is full. They're not selling any tickets and there's not even standing room on that train. So don't even think about getting on, okay? Don't get on the guilt train. It's not for you, okay? Don't be afraid to call people, but you know, stay away from the platitudes like a person, a woman who loses her, her baby dies and say died, not you lost the baby or you, you can say miscarriage, okay? But you know, but don't be afraid to say, I'm so sorry that your baby died. I'm so sorry that your husband died, you know? Um, but say the words. So important because people don't usually say that. Nobody Not, says right. guys, nobody uses that word. Right. Everyone wants to just play that down and right. say, I'm sorry for your loss. No right. one ever says, I'm sorry your husband died. Right. But I taught a family that um, they had a little four-year-old and the little sister died. And I told the parents, I said, please don't tell him that we lost your little sister. Right. I said, tell him that his sister died, okay? When they took the baby back home to bury her, they were in the funeral home and some people walked up to the casket and said, oh, she looks like she just sleep. And the little boy yelled out loud, she's not sleep, she's dead. Um, you know, but the reality, okay? The reality. Oh. Um, and, and if people say things that are insensitive to you, don't be afraid to say, you know, 
I know you mean good, but that that's not something that's helpful for me right now. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to say that. You know, I think people don't know what to say. And the best thing to just say is, I am so sorry. I can't even imagine what you're going through. And especially if they, they haven't been through that, just say, I can't even imagine. But don't yeah. be afraid to just say, I'm sorry. Wow. Thank you. Kendra, did you have anything else you wanted to, to share? She definitely said it all. Definitely said it all. And, you know, definitely paying attention to the kids. And you were saying it too, how we get busy as parents. And, you know, when you're going through and healing is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process. You don't wake up one morning and say, I'm cured. You wake up one morning and you say, I'm okay, now I'm working on the next day. And now, you know, especially that breathing is a, oh, that's a big one. Me and the breathing are like this. So, you know, all these different things and just, you know, it's continuous. It's a continuous thing. It's continuous self-care. Like we talk about a lot of care, uh, taking care of yourself, putting yourself first. And I'm so glad that you said um, to tell people, you know, that that doesn't make me feel good. Because when you, when someone has died, especially when you have either your child has died, your parent has died and everything, it is a loss of control because you're meant to protect. There's not even a word for us. Right. You know, there's widows and orphans, but there's no word for us. Right. You know, because they're not supposed to go before us. Right. So it's kind of like you have, you're, you're powerless or you feel powerless. And that's one, that small little sentence you just said is so strong. To be powerful enough to say, you know what, just, that just wasn't cool. You know, I'm not comfortable with that. Or Because so many of us will just, you know, just sit there like this and be like, okay. And inside you're like, I can't believe you just said that to me. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so that was very important very important absolutely and shawana thank you for joining us hi welcome. hi hello hello we're gonna jump into your segment soon but i know that you were listening and you were commenting because one of your comments were to miss lorna that um you were wondering how she deals with the heavy topic and the discussions and she did answer us but did you have anything else you wanted to share on this topic of grief i just i mean it's it's comforting to know that there's someone out there that's willing to to listen um and people in your position miss lorna i thank you um, because I'm in an area where there's been so much loss around me that, um, and people don't want to get help because they're looking at it as being, you know, like a coward or they're not tough, especially men. And um, I think you guys touched on a point earlier about, you know, just men and boys and don't cry. And I, I hear that a lot. Um with men and dealing with grief and just to make them know that let it out just let it out just let it out um um 
And it's, it's more of a thank you. Thank you for those um, in your profession to, to listen and be there. But on in retrospect, we got to want the help. Yeah, but you know, you can't, and it's true, you can't force anyone, but you can, you know, what do they say? You can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, but you know what? You can make him thirsty. Exactly. Make him thirsty. <laughs> right. Oh, I just love her so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so true. Oh, that's so true. So thank you so much for joining us. We have so many friends who are listening with us. Oh, um, so we have a question. And hi, Monica, for joining us. Thank you so much. We love you for being with us. Um, is it OK to keep on looking at pictures of my husband who died four months ago and going over the funeral service, will that add to the grief I'm going through now? Should I just not look at them? And um, this is Reese's, actually Reese's mom. So Reese's dad recently passed away, recently died. See, 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 I'm doing it again. You're doing good. You're doing Reese's good. Reese's dad, and she did, um, she, even though she's not with us today because Reese had to step away, she did send us a comment as well to say she's going through that right now and everyone who knows Reese and sees her posts her multiple posts on social media she is really close to her father and she posts about it all the time so Reese's mom she's asking that question um if you if you heard the question is it okay to keep looking at the pictures of her husband and going over the funeral service will that add to her grief um that she's going through and should she just not look at them oh no Look at the pictures. You know, what do we do when our children grow up and you have pictures of your children when they were little kids? What do you do? You look at those pictures, don't you? Right? This, this was her life's partner. This was her life's partner. And so to just push it to the side and say, oh, it's okay, you know, no, it isn't. Look at the pictures as often as it takes until she can get to a point where she feels like, it's like okay, I don't have to keep looking every day. I'm feeling a little bit better. And then there'll be days when she'll say, oh, I got to pull these out again and start looking at them. It's okay. It is all right. You know, the thing is, it's just like when you cut your finger and you put a Band-Aid on it, it's not gonna heal overnight just because you put the Band-Aid on it. You change, the, you change that Band-Aid out and put another one on until it starts getting and starts feeling better, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to rush this. Take the time that you need. And what, what's your guest name? Monica. Monica, take the time that you need, Monica, because it's very important you lived your life with this incredible gentleman. And for, it's you said four months? Yes, he just four months. passed. Hey, mm -mm. no, no. You know, when, when, you, when you fall in love with somebody and you want to see them every day, right? And then you say, oh, well, I've, I, I've, I've fallen in love with this person and Okay, I've, I've been knowing them for four months. I don't need to see any pictures of them anymore. That's, mm -mm. 
You want to keep seeing them every day until you get to a point where you can say, okay, it's all right. Yeah, because it's all her, right. she's saying that her friends are, are saying that she shouldn't. But tell her friends that they don't understand. They don't understand. And she has to do what is good for her until she gets to a point where she can say, I don't need to do that every day. But if her friends would rally around her and sit with her, tell us stories about them, share things. You know, those are the things that are gonna help her to get through what she needs. Instead of saying, oh, well, you just need to put those things out of, out of the way or give all of his clothes away or take the pictures down and all. No, don't do that. Do it when you are ready. Don't let anybody rush you into anything, okay? Absolutely. When you're ready, it, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. There you go. Mommy Monica, I'm gonna call you mommy because I hear Reese call you mommy. So I hope um, you took that to heart, um, what Miss Lorna just shared with us and um, all of our amazing listeners who are joining us. Oh, you folks are active today. We love it. So just um, keep on sending your questions. She says, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. You know, oh, I have my grief, um, my healing cup. It's thehealingcup.org, O-R-G. Yes. I was just about to ask you to tell everybody where they can find you mm -hmm. um, so folks can reach out to you because I see everyone um, is really appreciative of what you're saying. So can you repeat that for everybody? It's thehealingcup.org. 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 This is where you can find Miss Lorna, Lorna Chapman, and go on there, folks. You've heard her for yourself. I gave you the opportunity to really listen to everything that she had to share. She knows her stuff, as you can hear, as you all have commented. So please go out to thehealingcup.org. There's also the Healing Cup on Instagram. Yes. And go on, reach out to her. The contact information is there. We're going to put her contact information as well on the YouTube. Once we're done with this episode, as you all know, we upload the episode to YouTube. So make sure that you're subscribing. If you haven't done so already, click the notification bell so that we, you'll see all the new episodes when we post them on our YouTube channel. That's the Let's Connect YouTube channel. And um, Ms. Lorna's information is going to be there. So you can just click on it. If you don't want to search for it yourself, don't worry. We'll do the work for you. Just go and click on it and make sure you reach out to her because it's so it's been so soothing talking to you're in the right profession. I've got to tell you. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to be here. Believe Thank me. you. I love I love talking about this because so many people need it because we all it doesn't matter what ethnic group, what uh, continent you live on in the world, everybody experiences grief. Everyone. Everybody. And I'm glad that you said that because it so happens that our listeners are from all over the world. We have guests 
and listeners from the UK, from Canada. We had guests from Canada last week, from the Caribbean, just, just everywhere. So everyone is listening and please reach out to Miss Lorna and thehealingcup.org. Go on thehealingcup.org. And like I said, if you don't want to do it yourself, just, just click on our episode after we're done. We'll post it for you. We'll put the link and you can reach out to her. Okay. So thank you so much. I absolutely love you for coming thank and sharing this time with us on the show. I really appreciate you. And hopefully you'll come back. I would love to. And see us to. again. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right, Ms. Lorna. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, Miss Kendra, how are you feeling, yeah. my, my amazing co-host today? Yay. Yay. <laughs> I know I kind of dragged you in, you know, with my big mouth, but not to worry. <laughs> You're so quiet. You're like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? No, I'm listening. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. And you know me. I, I listen. And then when it's like, okay, I'll, I can add here. I, I'll be, you know, it's energy here. But then they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for um, accompanying me today because Reese couldn't be here with us today. And you were you graciously stepped in to sit it's a with job. me. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> right, girl. <laughs> That's right. You do your thing. So yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you and you sharing your story you. as well. You know, I do not. That I think that is uh, the first time I have ever shared that. Like not in a one-on-one thing. I will usually share it with, um, you know, parents who are going things whether it was a child in a car accident or something like that but you know me I'm I'm locked in stock and key Shawana knows too I am private beyond girl let me tell you private I almost fell off my chair when you said that I was like because I know how private you are I know how private you are I know this so when you said that I was like wait a minute is, is there somebody else in her body right now? <laughs> is there somebody else inhabiting that body? Because I can't believe that you, you said it. And I was like, I'm so proud of you for it. And see, that's the, that's the magic of Miss Lorna because she is so soothing and she makes you feel relaxed, you know? Yeah. You know yeah. There's so many people where their stories actually helped me. And... I just felt like there were, you know, we hear a lot of, you know, it's a, a lot of fluff around this subject so many times. And I just really felt like it needed to be driven home. Like, seriously, listen to what she's saying, because she was dropping some gems, you know, and all that stuff. It works. Yes. It works. It is true. Listen to what she's saying, because it's, it's no fairy tale. And when you finally put those things into action, what seems to be something that is unbearable can actually become something that you can use to enlighten others and strengthen others. You know, and I know that Shawana, like Shawana knows, like, you know, her her brother was a dear friend of mine. You know, he was everything. So just, you know, we're all, when I say we're going to, I knew Shawana said she like, I'm listening. 
like I, I know, you know, because we have our, our circle where we come through and, you know, it's important to share those memories and share and talk and, and do all those different things so that they're not forgotten. You know, it's one thing for them to die. It's another thing for their memory to be gone. But their memory makes us laugh. <laughs> it makes us laugh. It makes us smile. So absolutely. Yes. Yes. point. <laughs> yeah, she is. So everybody, um, thank you for sticking around with us. You know, we love to um, share as much as we can with you on this show every week we bring the topics that will enlighten you just because you're familiar with the topic doesn't mean you know everything about it and you're not just going to sit here listening to me yap about it and yap 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 you know give my opinion on stuff I mean, who cares about my opinion right so i like to bring <laughs> i like to bring the experts in the different fields and we have so many different topics that we do on this show. And some of them are, are just fun stuff. Some of them are a little bit heavier like today because we can't shy away from the heavy topics just because they're heavy. We're going through the stuff, right? We're living this. So we have to talk about this. We can't run away from it. And that's what we, our motto on this show is called Let's Connect. You know, in case you guys forgot, this is Let's Connect, the show where you find more compassion, more empathy, and less judgment. We're not judging anybody on the show. And we'd like to bring the topics to everyone that you can learn something. Um, and we just we just do it in a sharing in a connecting way all right yes so i'm gonna play a little something for you guys now um just so you know what we're doing next everybody here we go it's time to talk about you and what you do it's our business spotlight <laughs> that's right it's our business spotlight <laughs> I'm dry. I'm dry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's our business spotlight. And now it is time to spotlight who? None other than Shawana Burks. Shawana, should I say Shawana Burks or Shawana Gregory? Um, Gregory was my maiden name. Ah, oh, yeah. all right. Okay, so yeah. Shawana Burks, everyone. Let's give her a nice warm welcome in our business spotlight today and Shawana is an event planner extraordinaire okay Ooh. and you know doing that hustle just like all of us are doing right now if you're an entrepreneur she is doing her hustle that's right so Shawana welcome thank you hello hello my dear it's so good to see you so good to have you but before, before we even talk about you and what you do, mm -hmm. I know that you are in Mississippi and we have Hurricane Ida that is just causing some damage right now. So what's happening down where you are? Are you okay? I am safe. Um, thank you for asking. Um, we have right now a lot of rain uh, and wind um and just prayers out to those friends and family members that's in louisiana i think i lost you for a minute how did i lose you Anna? oh ida must have heard her <laughs> oh no 
Ida came to get you after you said. <laughs> spoke her up. <laughs> huh? What happened? There you, there you are. Lost we lost your audio. <laughs> okay. I was talking about Ida's. I was talking about Ida's skirt and how she <laughs> she's twirled. <laughs> she's twirled and you know done a lot of damage in you know louisiana and stuff but where i'm at right now we have had a lot of rain and wind and it's still raining and um i was just letting my son know tomorrow they're having school and he was like oh no no <laughs> so go to school physically go to school tomorrow oh, tomorrow yes 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 well is so is it scheduled well you know the weatherman really can't control anything and half the time we don't really know we're guessing but did they say that it's supposed to stick around until tomorrow or is it supposed to be gone by today or what's happening with that they were saying you know as far as our area that you know just the rain will continue um they're going to start school a little bit late tomorrow but we're just kind of stuck with the rain for a while. So okay. as of right now, it's the last update I heard about. So, Because we up here, you know, of course, we're all in different areas right now on this um, wonderful live that we're doing. That is the beauty of technology. I love it. We're all different parts of the country right now. But, you know, I'm in the New York, New Jersey area and... It's so funny because on the news today, they did talk about Mississippi and it just made me think about you. And I was like, oh, I hope she's going to be okay. You know, and everybody there. So I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's chat about what you do and the name of your business and tell us what you do. We're spotlighting you, girl. Okay. It's all about me. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I am an event planner and coordinator. Um, it's uh, the name of my business is Creative Soul LLC. Um, it's my baby. We're still we're still in infant mode right now, but I'm growing with time and and different clients and figuring out different ways to you know make everybody happy. Um, we do everything from birthdays to bar mitzvahs to private parties to you name it a girl a ladies day men's day anything you can think about as far as celebrating um which is part of our life every day um we're here to cater to you um it was just something that kept me busy um, not being from Mississippi, I'm a Missouri girl, St. Louis girl. So just it gave me something to do and to make other people happy and to keep my mind off all these trees I'm around. So. <laughs> I would love to have some trees. In this part of the world, we don't have that many trees, let me tell you. you know, it's so an overload of trees. <laughs> You know what? When you have trees, you have shade. We don't have that here. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> it's just hot. Yeah, it has its up. You know, I, granted, it has it, its upsides of being in in the south as opposed to city life. Um, but being a city girl, there's things that you just are. 
It's an adjustment. Yeah. You ready to do? And this part right here is no, no. Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm in a community where the the, the population actually is probably a little bit over uh, 5,000, according to what I've read. So So it's very small. Yes. Okay. She said, said, yes, let me just demonstrate that for you. In case I didn't make myself clear, <laughs> but but where do you have with that right? When you have your events, where, where what are the areas that you go to? How far do you travel to 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 do your events? In case somebody's listening right now and they want to tap you to to do an event. Well, actually, I do travel. Um, if you're willing to pay for my travel, I'm your girl. I'm your girl, so let y'all know. But I have been, um, so far, I've actually had a chance to come back home to St. Louis um, to do an event. Um, Memphis, the Tennessee area, um, I was supposed to do an event in Florida last year, but when COVID broke out, you know, everything, they were they canceled and that, but I will go where your money will bring me. <laughs> okay. So I'm glad that you said that. So people know you will travel if they will take the expenses, if they will borne the expenses for you to travel, you'll travel. I will travel. Okay. Will that's, travel. that's good to know. And like you mentioned, um, various types of events that you're, you're willing to do that you do the planning for. Now, do you get... Are you um, the person that will do the entire planning? Like you do the music, the food, the this, the that? Or do you handle it all? Or is there just a certain aspect of the events that you handle? I am your one-stop shop because I have people that I link up with and that I partnership with and work with. And we can come together to make your event the way you want it to to be so um i do have those connects north south east and west um so that i'm not you know whatever area that i'm catering to they're able to help so it's always good to to know people in different areas so of course especially in your business you know it's great yes and i keep i say those are my uh those are my my um how can I? They're they're part of my team, even though they have their own businesses. But at the same time, those are like my uh, my backups, my my backbone, my structures to help me um, develop the event the way you want it to be. Good, good. And I just asked that question because I knew that was going to be your answer. But for everyone who's listening who may not know that. Um, I want them to know that you have a network that you use. So when they are hiring you, they're hiring the entire service is what they're going to be getting. And you will handle it so they don't have to worry about, oh, but, you know, she doesn't do the catering or I'm going to need a cake and she doesn't do that. So you will get that done and work with them to make sure that that is taken care of. Okay. And I also will... um, if you're out of state, um, I will actually get to know different vendors in your area just so I can get familiar 
So we're able to link up to help you if that, you know, if there's someone that in particular the person likes in their area to work with, that's my chance to get to know these people. And it's like a, a spider web. We just connect, you know, it's, it's a connection in that way. If I'm in the area again, I know who I can reach out to. Okay, gotcha. Awesome. How long have you been um, doing the event planning? Um, legally. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I'm gonna act like I did not hear that. <laughs> I Legally, um, we became legal last year, the beginning of the pandemic, because I was like, you know what, I don't need Iris coming for me later and people questioning me and all that other stuff. It is, so, it's good. Yeah, so now, right, for, uh, you know, recording purposes, a year. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. that's right. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I mean that is that's wonderful for what you are doing, and 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 like you said, you do all the different types of, of events. So everybody, please reach out to Shawana, um, and she will travel to do your event. Um, it's Creative Soul. Is that creative and S O U L? Yes. Okay. Yes, Creative Soul. Mm -hmm. Creative Soul. So I know that we can find you at Creative Soul on Instagram. Is that Creative Soul on your website as well? Or is that anywhere else on Facebook? Or is there anywhere else we can find you? On Facebook. We haven't had a website yet. I'm not there right now with the website. Okay. Um, however, you can find me on Facebook. Facebook and um, IG. Instagram. Correct. Correct. I'm I'm slowing into this, you know. I'm I'm slowing into this because uh, life has has had some twists and turns for me lately. So I'm taking All of some us time. In here. Yes, I'm taking some time um, in the month of September to kind of reconstruct uh, creative soul a little bit um, because it's not just about decorating and throwing tablecloths on tables and making something look pretty. The whole purpose and point behind creative soul is, is me and what, what I'm about. Uh, the things that's behind me because there's more layers to creative soul and Miss Kendra knows all too well about that one, but there's layers of this creative soul. Um, and Eventually, everybody will see them. Okay. All right. And with that, I know, so you didn't go into detail about it, but can you tell us a little bit then about then what Creative Soul is about? What does it stand for? Um, creative Soul is tapping into your art, artsy side, your, your side that some of us may have lost in our teenage years and, and things that you somebody once upon a time said, hey, you're good at that. Why didn't you do that as a career? Why didn't you? And you're like, no, because it was just something I did for fun and I didn't want to make it a job. So it become boring. Um, a lot of things like I, I write, I, I, I'm a writer, I'm a poet, um, I write music, I am an artist. There are so many layers. I am a mentor. So 
that no no can <laughs> so that so with that um I just, <laughs> I just you know put them all under an umbrella and i'm trying to get and form a structure um because i don't want anybody to lose that part of them that part of being a creative soul right. even though we get older and we tend to be like oh i remember when i you you can look at something oh, i remember i used to do that i don't want to be that old woman doing that i don't <laughs> i want to be like you know what? <laughs> i know how to do that <laughs> you know so <laughs> that's more so what creative soul is about it's about um just just smile, just be happy, just be creative. And no matter what anybody else says, you were not here to replicate someone else. You have been put here to be you. Right. And that's it. That's it. You are your own creative soul. Each of us have a creative soul. Tap into it. So what if everybody doesn't follow you? So what if everybody doesn't call you and i had to to em embrace that if you don't get a call every week for somebody to do an event it's okay it's all right right that just makes room for the next person who does want to tap into the creative soul realm so absolutely so more than likely at one of your events well i shouldn't say that let me let me rephrase it and ask the question instead is it likely at one of your events that you'll just be breaking out some dance moves or breaking out the microphone and start singing or you're doing some poetry and all of that stuff yes <laughs> it, that we will see that at one of your events it yes it has it has happened where i have been um i was doing a baby shower uh, last last year and just in the middle of it I broke out singing and one of the team members that was helping me was like and the lady that was doing the catering was like oh my god I didn't <laughs> and I was like y'all I'm just in my own zone and you know and it's funny we laugh and I you know go about my business and then somebody will inbox me, I heard that you can sing I heard that you spit some poetry I heard that you and I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah, I can give you some of that. I can yeah. do that. Just, yeah, just a little bit. And it's just, you know, it's humbling. It's humbling. It's it's one of those things where like my, my grandmother used to tell me, my grandfather also, you know, you don't let everybody know what you're doing and or what you're about until it's time. Until yeah. it's time. When you're ready, that way you giving them, you you giving it to them, girl. You giving it to them. <laughs> <laughs> when it's time and, it, and it's almost time it's almost time well, More than you're doing it but what i want to ask too is right now with the pandemic right it's been tough for everybody i mean everybody every business maybe except for zoom you know <laughs> and amazon and and a few more of those businesses that are having the time of their lives right now financially but um how difficult has it been because we you know we can't really have large events and stuff like that so for your business it must have been difficult for you right how did it change your business and how do you pivot then to say if i can't have gatherings then what do you do what are you looking to do have you thought about that 
Yes, actually, I when the pandemic first broke out, I was like, okay, I can't do anything. So let me, and that's what kind of pushed me into this legal, getting myself legally right. So that gave me time to do that. And then after they gave us the okay to have small events and that kind of thing, I kind of ran with that and was like, okay, um, I can do some smaller events, but it wasn't a lot of people doing those type of events. And so I would try to set in places to do like staged events, like mock rooms, kind of like when you go look at a house and that kind of thing. And right now I'm looking for someone to partnership with, to be like, hey, I have this space that you can set up and and decorate just to get different pictures, different ideas um, and so forth. But lately I've been, you know, blessed to have clients that are doing the smaller events so i'm able to go ahead decorate take a couple years post them you know and keep up that way but um really it's it's about having a mock session right now just to be on the safe side and and i'm trying so hard to to find a space to do that right now well um we have a question for you and from our audience member. So we have a question from James. So James <laughs> says, she looks poetic as well. Does she have any poetry that we can hear or see? Um. <laughs> <laughs> now notice it says that we can hear or see. So it has to be for, let, let me see, what, what time of the day is it, Shawana? Woo! <laughs> um, well, I have a one of my one of my first um, published books was back in 2015, and it's entitled Poetic Medicine, um, and you can actually get it through Arthur House. Uh, dot com or on um, it should be in Amazon books and Barnes and Nobles uh, Arthur House and it's under Shawana Gregory Young Shawana um, Gregory Young at that time I was a young so okay. and what's the name of the published book um, Poetic Medicine Poetic Medicine everybody mm-hmm and where can they find the poetic medicine? Um, it you can go through the publishing company that I was um, linked with, Arthur House. Arthur House. Okay. Mm-hmm. Arthurhouse.com. Um, that's your best bet because I've been looking at some of the websites that have my book, and the pricing has been um, like where, where they do this at. And I I rather you go to the actual publishing company site right. than than um, all these third parties. Um, And yeah. Sorry, my dear. So everyone, I just wanna give you the the plug that you deserve. So I'm gonna um, repeat this for you. So the book is called Poetic Medicine. It's a book of poetry, okay? It's published and the author's name, we have her right here, yes! 
us, everybody. She is with us, is Shawana Gregory Young. Okay, so don't pick up something else. Make sure you're picking up the right book. <laughs> Poetic Medicine. Okay, Shawana Gregory Young. And where can you find it? You can go to arthurhouse.com. Arthur, A-R-T-H-U-R, house.com. And again, like I said, you know, we're going to put the links on this episode in um, on YouTube. When we upload the episode, it'll be in the episode. So if you don't feel like um, you want to use your fingers right now to go look for it, don't worry. We will put it there for you. So all you've got to do is click on it and you'll see it. Okay. So I'm sorry, my dear, you were finishing up something. Oh, no, no, no. I was, um, I'm going to kind of do a reintroduction of that book come October because I have a running book behind it um, entitled Somebody Has Lied to Me. Somebody Done Lied to Me. Um, just kind of, it's a pre to this this next book. So uh, look out for that. Um, yes, indeed. By the end of the year. Uh, and hopefully I'll be able to come back to reintroduce that book if you'll have me. Absolutely. <laughs> we will definitely have you, of course. We were trying to, we were trying to get the book um, released uh, last week. Um, so do we get a little taste? During my birthday. Uh-huh. Do we get a little taste of something? No. I'm, I'm going to hold off right now oh, all right i'm gonna hold off right now um so for, i tried everybody james i tried you know he tried it he tried it not today but i i um I do. I, I look forward to actually doing this for everybody. And like I said, it's coming real soon. Um, I just it's life has took some some turns for me personally um, yeah. with my parents and 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 just life in general. But um, that that poet door is is going to open back up really, really soon. And I'm hoping to. Um, do some some lives with it through my Instagram page and whatnot. So just just don't forget about me come fall. That's all I'm saying. October. Don't forget about me. Give give a girl some time. Let me let me get myself right. September and October. I'm coming for y'all. Oh, I love it. I, oh, I'm like, that's right. I caught that girl. That's right. That's right. You hear that, James? <laughs> so don't forget everybody else listening she'll be back i'll be back so just wait and look out for the book she's reintroducing the the book of poetry in um october she's re-releasing this the, the book of poetry so just be on the lookout for that and her instagram is creative soul so if you subscribe to, or if you follow rather her at Creative Soul on Instagram, you'll see when she posts it, okay? And she'll be doing some lives and some readings there. But don't forget about us here on Let's Connect because she's going to come back and she will do the reading right here with us 
on Next Connect. Do I have your word on that, Shawana? It's bond. It's bond. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're going to have a whole, it's going to be a sip. We're going to get some of some Kendra's wine. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. We're going to revisit this whole conversation. So, Kendra. We're going to set, no, I'm very serious. Uh, Yes. I don't play when it comes to that stuff. I'm very serious. So we're going to have an episode. We'll have you come back. Everybody who is commenting and James, I see you laughing and all of that stuff. (laughs) James says, says, can I get a feature? (laughs) Wait a minute. How many things are you asking for, James? You know, I tried for you. I tried. A feature. I don't know about that, man. You tried it, James. You tried it. <laughs> oh, but seriously. Shout out to Animal House. Shout out to Animal House. Shout out, yes. <laughs> shout out to Animal House for real. And shout out Atlanta. And oh my goodness, I could I have a host of people that have and um kind of winged with me along this journey that people just don't understand. So when I do this whole poetry thing, I have people that I would love to have on my segments as well, including you, Miss Carol. I really, you know, cause we, we take for granted people that help us along the way. You yes. know, we look, we look at um, different celebrities and stuff and and wonder who is this person that's all you know they have people to help them along the way and I have a bear hug of people who have really been like why don't you do this why don't you do this from from production companies like Kendra said Animal House even down to I have a friend that's a chef um Chef D DeBarris Thigpen who's always shoo you got this you always have someone who is like boom right there um that's just pushing you um along with my husband Barbara Boy's Cuts and Creations um Oh my goodness. It's just it's a a number of people that I just I got a line up, y'all. Like I said, I'm coming. And when I come, I'm gonna come home. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna shout home. you out, Larry. Larry's over here. Larry says, please, 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 Larry, you tried it. You tried it. <laughs> you tried it. Uh, see, and that's they either gonna stay tuned. They're gonna stay tuned. They tried it. They they're gonna stay tuned. They're gonna <laughs> I mean, you know, you all, you all are trying it today, but you know, we love you for trying it. Let's I tried to pull up one of the quotes for James, but uh, to try and get it, but then the song came on. I was like, let me not, you know, that was God trying to tell me stop being bad. <laughs> oh man, well, what a good day to be black and vegan. We see you. We yes. see you. Yes, that another one of my main, like I said, I have a host of bear hugs. A good day to be black and vegan. I'm not, I'm not totally vegan yet. I told her because she sent out her shirts, y'all. Vegan, the vegan community, y'all plug her Instagram. A good day to be black and vegan. She's awesome. 
just awesome just awesome i love it my heart whole heart um shout out to her as well it's just it's it's i'm coming y'all i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming coming. and you know what (laughs) you guys make sure you also come back and be with us when she comes back how about that okay and hello miss reese Hello. So everybody, if this is your first time here, Reese is my co-host um, here at Let's Connect. Usually, you know, we be cutting up and she's the crazy one on the show, believe it or not. That's in here. Yeah. Not yeah. I, I, I employed my second partner. I've been listening. <laughs> I know, I'm right? Listening. Oh, my lovely Kendra. Oh, my goodness. Kendra, I love you so much. Kendra sat in with us today and put up with our foolishness. Okay. And our amazing guest co-host today. Oh, our audience has been dabomb.com today you, you missed did. our amazing audience today uh-uh, i didn't miss it because i was on zoom and i'm like yo people active tonight oh yeah busy. <laughs> the audience busy is tonight. very active today and we are here for it you know i live for it and i oh, was yeah. like mm, i oh, need yeah. to not be on the show a little bit Yes. Oh, yes. And we love you guys so much. We hope you come on back and cut up with us because let me tell you, we don't fake anything on this show. The, what you see, and Kendra is here to testify to this, you know, what you see is what you get. This is us every week. We cut up. Okay. And it doesn't matter how heavy of a topic we bring, etc. We bring the realness. We like to make you feel comfortable as our guests and as our guest co-hosts for our audiences. Okay. I must say that I was listening to the- Turn uh, your audio up a little bit louder, my dear. All right. I'm like, yeah, Mike was sounds nice. I was listening to um, the grief counselor. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, awesome. Yeah. But every time I look at her, she looks like um, Marla Gibbs. Did anybody see that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But she, her tone, soothing, so soothing. She is in the right profession. She was amazing. Yes. Yes. So yeah, you. I have to get. I have to go back on the YouTube channel and watch this because it it was like off the chain. Everybody was asking the questions. I loved it. Like why y'all can't do that when I'm here, huh? Why y'all can't do that when I'm here, huh? Okay, so let, let, let me tell you right now, Shawana, you're in trouble because Marcus Burks, has, and if Marcus Burks is who I think the Burks is, you're in trouble. So <laughs> he says she at least can do one poetry piece, please. Oh, that's awesome. He's putting you on front street. <laughs> He's exposing you right now. Look how she went quiet. Look how I she don't even have, I don't have. <laughs> I got you covered. I got you covered. Oh, she went silent. I'm sure you'll have some words with her later. Oh my goodness. Um, 
Well, there's one that I have been toggling with. I'll, I'll, I'll just because there I see that there is a please and a but she could and all these other little comments. Um, <laughs> yes. But um, I have one that I have been kind of toggling with, um, and I'll just give you a snippet of it. Um, and it's it's kind of entitled "My Heart." I gave you, I gave you all that I could. I gave you all that I have. And yet you want more. I gave you, I gave you laughter. I gave you tears of joy. I gave you life. I embodied everything from the 411 head to the 411 toes. I gave you, I gave you songs. I gave you trumpets. I gave you spirits. I gave you God. I gave you angels. I gave you, I gave you my heart. So please don't take it for granted because God, he stepped back and he says, I gave you I gave you this heart. I gave you this music. I gave you this. I gave you this beat. I gave you this spirit. Because every time you listen to your heartbeat, just know that it was given. So don't take it for granted. Just a snippet. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> snap, snap, snap with snap a twist. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap, snap with a twist. Where, where, right. where, where, where my wine? <laughs> yes. hey, where's your wine? This is why I wanted to wait so everybody can have wine. It, oh. it, it goes better oh. with wine. <laughs> Marcus, I am so glad you came on tonight. Where, you where, where are you located, Shawana? Um, right now, I'm in Mississippi. I'm in a town called Forest, Mississippi. Oh, yeah, Mississippi. Oh. Mississippi. Yes, Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. That's right. Oh, man. I missed a nice, a good show tonight. Oh, the show was awesome. That's why I'm glad I'm subscribed to Let's Connect. That <laughs> was corny, wasn't it? Say it again, girl. Say it again. That's why I'm glad I'm subscribed to the YouTube Let's Connect YouTube channel. You may want to subscribe too. That's right. That's right. For all of you guys who did not hear, Reese said, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel where you will find this episode as well as all the other fun episodes that we But wait, hold on. I see that we have some new people. Marcus Burks and Larry. We didn't have we have had so much men up in it. You late to the party. I tell you I've never seen so much men. Amazing friends. A shout out listen. I'm just glad that they're men. I never (laughs) seen You know we have a lot of men in our audience too. A lot of I've never seen so much yet. 
a lot of times <laughs> the men don't Big up to all the men that, that's tuning in. But we're in. always encouraging the men to comment. Of don't course. Join with us. And that's why we have male guests a lot of times. You know, you think I do We ain't talking about the male guests. We talking about the audience no, members. our male guest is to draw in our male audience. That's Y'all right. can tell I'm excited that I see men in the <laughs> Showing yourself right now, girl. We want more men. We want more. wait a minute. That sounds kind of weird. That sounds weird, right? Wait a minute. And you're not even drinking wine for the road. For the Listen, road, right? you know? hey, Carol, glass of wine. Carol and I went to all girls school. We went to all girls school back in Jamaica. Let me tell. This is how we act when we used to see the little boys. But I don't know about Carol, but I know about me. I was all excited. It was a bunch of girls who want that crap. Man. Greasy is so crazy. Yes, we went to an all-girls school. We did. It always you see all girls. Man, I saw one man. I must I was like, whoa, hallelujah. So that's how I'm bad about now. All the men so stand up. Right James. Now. James said, oh, all men stand up. Stand up, all men. That's right. So, you know, I wanted to get in real quickly because we're almost coming to the end. Of, oh, Shawana, yeah, you got to laugh at this one, girl, because she is crazy as ever. She is not. She I is love crazy. it, though. I love it. I love it. I love it. She is my other crazy half, okay? Just nuts. But, um... I want to say before we get to the end of our show, because unfortunately we do go off at nine o'clock. That's why you guys, you all have to come back and listen on every Mondays. We're here 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. every Monday night. Uh, we we do this. Okay. Uh, every Monday that. night we do this. But Kendra, you, yes. I wanted you to, to tell us real quickly as well um, before we, we all jump off tonight, your book and about the wine. Okay, so yes, the book, Take Control of Feeling Better, is on Amazon, paperback to week this week. So start looking for that to come out Thursday or Friday. Um, the wines, everything that's going on with me, you can check it out at cklewis.online. Thursday, I am launching cooking event, 6.30 to 7.30. You can get your tickets through Eventbrite, and that would be good. Um, and we're having a giveaway as well. So if you buy your ticket before Wednesday evening, if your ticket is bought before Wednesday evening, you're going to be entered in a drawing for not one, not two, but three bottles of wine. A red, a rosé, and a white. Ooh. You got Rishi over here dancing. She heard you're going to be entered for three bottles of wine. All you say is say jump by word. Three <laughs> bottles of wine, and she's already dancing. She's like this. Whoop, 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 whoop. I got to work overtime to put them there. Wrap tickets in. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I can't wait. <laughs> and this is without wine. So can you, maybe we shouldn't give her any wine. <laughs> hmm, maybe we shouldn't. We, we, we need to rethink that. But for everyone else. Listen, listen, here. I need mean, any wine. Go sit down, okay? For everyone else. I'm making up for time. Listen here. I'm making up for time that I lost on the show today. So, therefore, let me get my little thing in before. You understand? <laughs> listen, I think 
I think I know we're over the time, but hey, hey, listen, I think that after our show on Monday, we need to have the after show. So maybe after we get off of the radio, we still continue this lovely conversation. So all who up for it, say, raise your hand. You know what I'm saying? Because with the wine, with, the wine? with or without wine, you can have your brown liquor. Whatever. Who want to stay at the after party? I think that, that should happen. All right? So if y'all can stay after, like 30 minutes after the show, hey, let's do it. All right. Nancy <laughs> says, Nancy, uh, Nancy James says, said, do it. She'll have do her it. wine next. That's say, right hey, you need to come to the Let's Connect show. What we're going to start asking is, what's in your cup? So you can have water, you can have margaritas, you whatever it is. We got to spice this up, man. Right? Yes. Yes. All right. Carol worrying, you know, Carol worrying because this is, Carol is straight and narrow. I'm the rebel. <laughs> for people who just joined in for the first time, I'm the rebel. Yes. Yes, if you guys are joining us for the first time, I gotta keep this one in check. Half the time, I'm like, oh lord, please give me the strength. Carol is like, you are embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me right now. Hey, you always have that one in the family that you can't control. Always got that one, but you know what? We love her. Yes, yes. So I have to do the responsible thing right now. Whatever. We're about to be kicked off the air right now. No, we, we can get kicked off the air. No, we're not getting kicked off the air. Yes, my love. We ain't getting caught. We ain't getting kicked off. We're not gonna get caught. We get kicked off. <laughs> we had an amazing show tonight. We, you know, we missed you, Reese. Don't worry, you'll be back next. I'll week. be back next yes. week. Yes. But, so for uh, all you new no. for new all you newcomers, this is what happens on Let's Connect. Yes, this is he what happens like, on Let's Connect. Every Carol week. act like she all stood Miss Nice and Icy, always put me on blast and I'm the rebel. But trust me, <laughs> hang around us enough, you'll see who is the real rebel around here. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> Tell everybody, come on now. So we love you, Shawana. Oh my goodness, we enjoyed you so much, and you will be back. And yes. we're gonna put your links on the episode as well. And everybody, Shawana will be back, and we're gonna have some more poetry. And I'll tell you, Shawana, I'm a voiceover artist, so when you do, yes, ma'am. Okay, so yeah. I'll be looking to do some voice. You know who to tap. Got you. Oh yeah, oh yes, yes, yes. As well as Kendra. Oh, oh yes. So. I do voice over yes. too. I do anybody, voice anybody that's willing to help this creative soul out there, you know, get up this this creative ladder, please get at me, inbox, whatever you have to do, get at me and say, Hey, I wanna help, I wanna jump on this train. Yeah. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it right and now. I love the poem that you just did. It was lovely. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I if you ever in South Florida, wow. please come by. Because Kondra, that would be nice for sip and paint, right? She does the... Oh, yes. yes. So that's my invite to South Florida? Come that's on, girl. I got you. Yes. You, 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 you invited. 
But remember, remember whatever happens around Reese. <laughs> That's the disclaimer I'm giving you right now. Reese these events um, at the paint bar. That okay. Has, and she's also like, um, I think working with with Kendra sometimes, you know, so she does these events and people go is to sip and paint and all of that wonderful. We do stuff. more sipping than painting. Right? We're <laughs> sipping than painting. <laughs> Wait, shout out it's to a gorgeous mama. space. It's a gorgeous place. The sauce. She the sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, the sauce. the sauce. It was the strawberry jerk and I cooked it first with her strawberry uh, jerk sauce, and then I covered it. Mm-mm. And that festival was. So, Shawana, <laughs> you have an invite to come to South Florida. And you yep. can't come here. Y'all heard it. Florida, here we come. And once you, step, once, you step through my, once you step through my doors, you have to act the fool. Oh, no problem. Okay. No problem. <laughs> We had a good time. Not a problem, honey. I don't even have a middle name, but it would be that cool. Oh my goodness. Y'all are going to be cutting up. But you know what? So listen, let me end this officially right now. Yes. We do keep this train going. I know, I know. We love you, everybody. We thank you so much for rocking with us today. We have fun like this every Monday. We love to do this. This is us. This is who we are. We do it every week. Please come on back every Monday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? And come be with us. Chat with us just the way you did tonight. We love you for being with us. And as usual, this is the show called Let's Connect, the show where you find more compassion, more empathy, and and less judgment. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Yo, yo, yo.